everybody. This is Alex Neb. I'm here with Andrew Dady. You're listening to Earth Special Forces Podcast, Season 2, Episode 3. And today's date, because we always forget to do this, <laughs> is Friday, November 15th. Uh, 2019. Oh, if this is the future, if these are future anthropologists. They need to know the, the Yes, year. that's true. Exactly. Because when these get uh, discovered in a time capsule over at uh, Google, uh, <coughs> they're going to want to know. Like, what were these fucking retards talking about? Oops, sorry. Shouldn't it's, have said that. Yeah, yeah. We're already, yeah, we're off to the races. Um, it's, it's <laughs> demonetized. Rain- For those of you who don't know, it's raining. It's Florida. So if you hear those pitter patter, that's not me taking a leak while recording an episode. That's the sound of God washing away our, our hair t- uh, tears and stuff. But you know, it's honestly kind of nice, though. I mean, it is—it's rather cool out. It's not like that hot, humid rain, you know. So. I took my, my, i just had a brain fart. Yeah, washing away our sins with his here tears. I, I, I like complete. I, I like. I did one of those like, we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we'll swim because that's why we came <clears throat> here to the bridge. Stop burning bridges, driving off them. <laughs> oh my God! Throwbacks. That's, yeah, it's high school uh, Fallout Boy. Yep, back when they were still relevant. I know they're fucking horrible now. Everything. Somebody's turned the radio. I'm like, Jesus, some really gay stuff. It's the really state bad. of the music. Uh, European, not gay. Yeah, okay. it's, yeah, that's right. Yep, we've we've replaced that. <coughs> um, anyway, so well, speaking of European, uh, I just have to just come out come out the fence. Uh, unless you got something to say, I was gonna say the the, the, the bombs going off in, in Stockholm, Sweden. Oh, I, I well, I figured we'd do a little housekeeping. Just yeah, kind of like let yeah, go, 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 So go I mean, not that there's anything important to say, but uh, obviously, like we've had a few things going on. That's why we've been off the uh, yeah, off the airwaves, well, I guess. At least what another few weeks? Was yeah, another month? few weeks. I know we keep committing to doing this like once every other week. He went to a wedding in Charleston. Carolina. Charleston. I had to work on my uh, my my accent and uh, make sure I was speaking right proper, so I wouldn't get mugged. Did you um? Do you recommend people visiting it for a weekend? Uh, week, yeah, you really probably never. need like three days of like real sightseeing to get it all in. I mean, obviously, like it's a so it's, it's a, a three day city. You hear that, people? It's a classic American city. Uh, real, real nice uh, on the water. Bring a jacket, you know. But um, cool breezes, anything, kind people. Anything negative that sticks out immediately in your mind? Um, a lot of lowlands. So there are some insects, unless it's nice and cool out. But you know, like summer months, you might want to bring some off or some sort of other like bug spray. Well, fair enough. Well, uh, they're um, a sponsor of the podcast. I got food poisoning. <laughs> I got food poison. I was supposed to do an episode maybe a week before this all happened, and I got food poisoning. Uh, oh yeah, I got something to say right now. <laughs> Fuck the Popeyes chicken sandwich, and I'm going to tell you everything I need to tell you about this goddamn. Please sandwich. do. Okay, you know what? I and I and I wrote a st- I wrote a stats about this, so people might like now call me. I don't know a hypocrite. A hypocrite. But I'm gonna, Weird. I'm going to show you straight up. <laughs> yeah, at the time when I was eating it. In the moment, I was like, oh, this is better than the Chick-fil-A sandwich in terms of, like, it's bigger. and, and But, like, honestly, it's not better. The breading's kind of weird. Yes, it's a massive fucking sandwich, and it's better than something you can microwave. But I waited 20 minutes in line for this shit. Some people wait two hours. It's not a fucking good sandwich. Um, Definitely not worth stabbing someone over, right? No, yeah, for sure. Stabbing <laughs> someone, uh, suplexing people. Oh, yeah. Those videos are insane. I know. But, yeah, it really is digital marketing um, because... It is not a great product in terms of like if I'm gonna pay like t- seven to eight, seven to ten dollars for a combo, I rather I rather I can get it for half price and go to Checkers and have a much better time with my night. Now, sure. of course, a slightly less won't be a chicken bread. It won't be a bread chicken breast. It'll be like a processed chicken sandwich. But I don't give a fuck because fuck Popeyes, fuck driving out to military in Okeechobee, and fuck getting po- food poisoning. Because that's what happened to me. I got food poisoning. I woke up six hours later at you know three o'clock in the morning, 
throwing up from both fucking ends, and I lost 10 fucking pounds. It was horrible. Yeah, it definitely, um, I mean, it's been doing well, though, for the uh, the people that are, you know, owners and investors uh, in that, though, because I know that a, a guy who, uh, he he is the largest franchise uh, owner of Popeyes in the United States. Well, he's rich. And he just bought a fucking, like, a 15 or $20 million pad on Palm Beach Island to go with the rest of his properties. Oh, well, he so, must have had a really nice bonus coming. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Well, they're selling... Like hotcakes. Tens of millions of chicken sandwiches. Yep. Yep. But, uh, I don't know. I don't even know anything about it, though. Like, what, what's the sauce? Like, what's the pl- like flavor profile? Is it, like, some sort of, like, hot, sweet type thing? Or They have a, a spicy sandwich, and they have a regular sandwich, and they both come with different sauces on it. The regular comes with... Uh, you know what it is. The spicy one comes with, like... The ranch, maybe. Some no, no, sorry. Like, the regular one comes with the ranch sauce, and the spicy one comes with like a spicy sauce, like okay. a cream, like an orangey color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that color Typical. you associate. But um, but yeah, honestly, I had both sandwiches back to back. I'm j- I'm just not a fucking fan, and um, and the food poisoning really sealed the deal for me. Yeah, it's like as if Long John Silver's came out with like some like heavily marketed product. You I remember s- when it's I was still Long John Silver's. Look, <laughs> you know, you got sometimes you got to respect the hustle. I remember when I was poor, and I would go to Long John Silver's and get a dollar. Shitty world's shittiest fish taco, you know it was like a tortilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheddar oh, cheese, cheddar, cheddar cheese. cheese, lettuce, and like a fucking <laughs> and like and like a tiny like fish finger. And like yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ. Hey man, don't knock the hustle. Yeah, look, I'm all about people making money, and like, and I, and I like internet sensations in the sense that at least they're funny and amusing. But fast food, I'll say that fast food media. Uh, like social media is is by far the best social media because those whoever the brand managers are for like Wendy's, Popeyes, um, KFC, Taco Bell, those guys get it right, man. They're so fucking funny. Like they they'll go back and forth on social media. Well, they know what they're selling, dude. And it's just like it, like burn after burn after burn. It's a lot of fun. Well, there's not a lot you're allowed to make fun of in 2019. So to be able to at least poke fun at fast food is like something that these people do, and then society gobbles it up because they actually can't shit on many things in the world. Right, sure. So you can only shit on like straight, white, cisgendered fucking males and and things that are considered like, you know, above the fray, like fast food. The fact that you were even shitting on like Popeyes and we were shitting on Long John Silver's is definitely going to be like uh, some sort of like, there'll be commentary on that. People will be like, well, you know, some people can't afford... Black uh, people eat chicken sandwiches. Yeah, like... (laughs) Uh, So you're racist. These guys are object racists. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, you got us. Sorry. <laughs> got him. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Where's the big red button? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> got him and all the balloons fall down. Done. Um, anything else as far as like just bullshit? Um, Nothing I can think of right now, but I'm sure things will come up. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, fuck it. Let's, do, let's start with like the easy topics that are easy and fun to talk about. NCAA rating. I want to go to you because you are the sports person in this podcast. Okay, so sure. So talk about it. I mean, I, look, there's not much to say as far as uh, on my end. I mean... The the ruling was passed down, you know, that uh, the players were able to profit off their likeness. But um, no salary. Right. No salary. No salary. But the fact that, like, if they, um, if, if for example, some sort of corporation wanted to create a video game like they used to, like EA used to have NCAA football. They don't do that anymore? They, they stopped doing it because there was, like, this whole frick-a-frack about it. Like, oh, well, you guys aren't compensating the so players. they don't make football games anymore? Well, they make... Uh, Madden, they make professional football but games. But no more college baseball. Right, ones. but now they might bring it back because, hey, you know, you give the, the players a little bit of this, you know, to be able to feature them in the game. But, you know. Um, I think people should be able to make money off their likeness. I mean, I own my image. Yeah, yeah, I mean, look. I don't I, care if you, look, here's, here's let, me, let me be clear. Like, if you, if, if someone takes, if I post a stupid photo to the internet and make it public domain 
and it's like me looking like a doofus and some guy makes memes like that's all fair use and, and stuff like that i'm not right. talking about that what i'm talking about is like literally the business of business making right. money yeah look and people I, sell tebow shirts still at uf right i think i yeah I, i'm pretty sure they're like still like amongst the highest grossing like our highest revenue generating and that guy deserves money yeah, I think he gets it now, though, doesn't he? Now that he's out of the the collegiate system, it's just that you no, but can't, UF doesn't have to pay him. But, but you, now they do. That's what I'm saying. It's like once you're, I think, once you're actually out of like NCAA competition, you are allowed to profit off your likeness, even if it's the likeness as a representative of that university. It's just that you're not allowed to profit while you're an a-, a student athlete, which. I mean, it's kind of like a, an odd distinction anyway. Like, what, what does it matter? It's like all of a sudden, like, the same thing that we talk about when we say, like, oh, because you were able to sit through classes and pass fucking four years of a bullshit education, now all of a sudden you're more qualified than some other individual who might be an autodidact who taught themselves everything there is to know about To uh, me, these programs are profitable. The players are fucking being used, and they deserve... And when you only have a 2% chance of making it into the NFL out of college... You, you should be getting paid if you're bringing in millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And just to clear the air on something, because I know <laughs> at least one of our listeners definitely, uh, I, I, I threw out a troll and I basically said that, you know, that the co- uh, college players shouldn't uh, be compensated for their efforts, but they should be, uh, the money that is um, made as far as profit from professional sports should be used to pay uh, for scholarships for um need-based individuals you know and uh and realistically i was just trying to throw fucking uh what do they call that gas on the fire and really start a conversation and it it essentially well, works yeah i mean but, de- being devil's advocate is the same thing as being like a fucking troll but like yeah i mean sure i look and i don't think that's necessarily a bad idea i mean here's the thing okay let's create a model where we're compensating the players for their efforts and you know potential injury and everything else that goes along with it uh, up to a point, like obviously, I don't think they should be compensated like professional athletes in the way that. Well, they like, got to pay them whatever they can afford to pay them. If the program brings in twenty million dollars a year and you're giving these players ten thousand dollars cash on top of their scholarship, that's fine. And then if their jerseys sell millions of dollars online, then yeah, they're going to want a piece of that too, and that should be negotiated. Yeah, to an extent. Here's the thing: is that I just don't want there to be some sort of like. I don't want the the luster of reaching for you know the dream of playing in the NFL to be overshadowed by the fact that they could like you know play two or three years in college football and think that no one's like, going to make five million dollars in college playing football. I honestly, if you if you allowed people to just it put no cap on earnings as far as royalties and things like that, the, people would make five million dollars. That's for sure. Like if you so LSU is the number one right now, but most wouldn't. And okay, fine. But here's the thing: is that like now you're creating like. We already did create that. We have rich schools that can recruit better than. No, but that, that's not what I'm saying. The, yeah. What I was going to say is that you you create like a, um, um, what's the word? Like distension between like or tension itself between players on the same team. So you have like Joe Burrow, who's the quarterback for LSU, the number one team. I guarantee you that his jersey outsells, you know, by a wide margin anybody else who's even a starter, right? And so like, oh well, the quarterback's making all this money. All of a sudden now everybody wants to be a quarterback, right? That's already the case, but I just don't want there to be some sort of, like, idea that in locker rooms, like, oh, yeah, like, we're all in college, but this guy's making so much money, you know, whatever. Oh, it can create, yeah, shit. it can create tension among the players. Like, if you're, like, oh, you're just a, your average, I don't know anything about football, but, like, you're, like, one of, the, like, the bitch positions, something that's less important. I'm the gonna, kicker. Whatever, whatever I say. The kicker. <laughs> the kicker, center, whatever I say, I know I'm going to catch a lot of shit, but the point is, like, the most important person, as far as I know, is the quarterback and wide receiver and, like, uh, Running back. These are the players, these are the positions I hear the most. So they yeah, must be the most important. Right. Sure. So like, um, yeah, it makes sense to me that those people are gonna be making more money. Sorry, those people are gonna be making more money than the less important people. But that's 
aren't we isn't college supposed to prepare people for the real world is that what we're talking about like you know so i think it's just more of the real world seeping into college which to me is good because right now college is the biggest bubble possibly in the world i think yeah okay fine fair enough but like how how does that really like where where's the crossover there as far as you know when you talk about collegiate sports versus like academia itself and i'm not sure that they're like parallel in that way I, I don't know. I don't even know if I can even answer that question because I, I barely understand it. What I, what I would say is, uh, like, um, people. I just have to go back to my first principles when I try to think about it. Especially when you think about something you barely understand. Should people be compensated financially for their efforts if their efforts are being monetized? And you know, it's like it's just like you know, it's bad enough that we have like 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 broadcast organizations and like and these sports organizations like the NCAA and let's say the NFL that are making billions off their broadcasting rights. And like, and then, and you telling me like some of these players live in their fucking trucks, you know, or like a shitty door. Like, should you live in Broward yeah, dormitory at UF? If you're like bringing in millions of dollars to the university. I, you know, honestly, I mean, here's, here's where I, I would say like, and I'd be allowed to drink and fuck as, as, a, <laughs> as devil's advocate, I would say like, that's part of the agreement that you signed up for. I mean, like, here's because the thing they got is you that their balls. you're, you're, mm. yeah, but you're, you, it's, it's for exposure. Power to the people, baby. Unions. Oh, oh yeah. Well, um, so what I meant by that comment about like academia, like, so I assume that when you say that it's the biggest bubble possibly ever, I assume you're talking about like academia and how people are like funneling into colleges and the price continues to go up and the returns Oh, I wasn't talking about the, fi- the financial bubble. Oh, you weren't at no, all. Oh, okay. No, no, okay. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Sorry. But, so that's but, why. But that is an issue too. But no, I was saying like, like, it's just like, it's a echo chamber bubble. These are all separate issues. Echo chambers is a product of having bubbles. I'm saying like, it's such an insulated place where it's not the real world. And, um, okay, well, that's why we were missing each we other need, on and that we need, comment. And we need – there's nothing wrong with people being valued differently on a team monetarily. For a certain reason, they can be valued differently monetarily when they get out of college. Okay, but here's the problem, right, is that like – so just to, just think about how fucking irresponsible these kids are who cu- come out of college and they start making millions of dollars and they go apeshit. Imagine <laughs> giving an 18-year-old, a 19-year-old all that money. What Do you think they would be reliable? Do you think that they would like not get into trouble? Do you I think-, think UF produces the greatest serial killers out of any school and they should be compensated. Now I'm – now- <laughs> <laughs> But imagine if they had a million fucking dollars. Then I mean, maybe like, they wouldn't fucking join gangs and murder people. Nah, that's not how that. That's I'm not. How, it's not yeah, how that but works. that is like the kind of weak straw man that I just had to throw out there. Sure, no. I, I appreciate it. I mean, no. it definitely it was well received. <laughs> I remember like going to like the dining hall first year because my first semester I had like not a meal plan, but I had the cash thing where like you just buy meals. I ended up being my Taco Bell card, and even when I, I had thirteen hundred dollars on my freshman year, and I had to wait till I graduated college senior year to get my refund. It was like a different. Even with going to Taco Bell all the time, I graduated like seven hundred dollars still on that account. Got that fat check, and I needed it because I was poor when I graduated. Isn't it amazing? But um, yeah, I remember being like, like uh, I didn't know anything about sports, and and like everyone was like looking at me. I'm like, why the fuck is everybody looking at me? And it's and it's because I had like Aaron Hernandez and Tim Tebow next to me. In yeah, the fucking, yeah, yeah, in yeah. The, it definitely <laughs> happens. But I, I don't know, man. It's it's a complicated issue, and I'm just not sure that like it would best serve those 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 student athletes as people let's let's pretend everything you're saying is well-founded we should still try it because <laughs> hang we on, have, because hang we, on. no because everything just, is well-founded no because, because we have people... the sta- no we have the stat no you're talking about rhetoric and i'm saying the status quo 
has created a problem. Let's try addressing that problem this way. And if things get better, then we do more of it. If it gets worse, we do less of it. We we should be well, able to. That, as a society I mean, doesn't this do. go? Sorry, not to cut you off. Doesn't yeah. this go with like the rest of what we usually talk about? How incremental change is probably the best fucking thing. You can't just throw the baby out with well, the. They are water. doing incremental. They're not allowing them to have salaries right now. They're just allowing them to make money off their likeness. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's okay. I'm saying you earlier in the conversation, what you said was, you know, they should get a piece of the the royalties for jersey sales and everything else like that. Now I'm talking. Now you're going across they from unionize. where they should be. They should be compensated justly to saying that there should be unlimited amounts of earnings. We know that football reliably is creating retards and suicide victims and making people crazy. People got to have a people are risking their lives, and this is not exaggeration. No, I, yeah, I agree. They're risking their and, and their time. The statistics are honestly like they're they're fucking like they're scary as shit. I think it's something like forty thousand um, uh, uh, high school athletes have like traumatic brain injuries we have high school students that die every year on yep. the field something like sake. it's oh it's in the hundreds so like yeah. I, i'm just or maybe i'm just over half people. measures when it comes to this issue like i'm, I'm a real you know i hear like slavery only exists in the limited sense in a few aspects of the american society and one is the 13th amendment's failure to deal with the justice system uh another issue is how we treat co- uh, college athletes and after that, the the water's got a bit, bit of a false equivalency, wa- though. I mean, like putting those two things in people the same getting paid, basket. I, like I'm just saying, like people need to be fucking paid. Well, they're, but they're not. Here's the thing: they are getting paid in a sense. Like they're nah, also they right. are right. They're receiving some sort of benefit for their service. No, they're being used, and they're given a free room that you already paid for with your own tax dollars, including that. They're student. also getting scholarships and things like that. I they mean, paid taxes. Cost of education is is sky high. I mean, it, that's essentially worth like you know what thirty thousand dollars. I can imagine a scenario, just so obviously upfront, where like I don't do deductions and I make millions of dollars a year. I come from a good family that got me the best trainers in the world, and I, so I rose to the level of a college athlete. My family spent millions of dollars in donations to university as well as fucking paying taxes to the public system, and then these scumbags give me a $10,000 room that would be, if market pl- price was correct, it'd be like a $5,000 room, but because it's on campus, it's $15,000 sure. because of fucking Monopoly, and they say, oh, here's your free room that you already paid for with your taxes, and like, all, like it's all bullshit. Like, they're not being compensated fairly enough for me, and also I think they should unionize, and then they should negotiate like everything else. This yeah. is about preparing people for the real world and treating people correctly now that are being raped turn into retards and not getting compensated i, I mean, definitely think there's something to the idea of having like a, a union and then being able to like collectively bargain and say like look this is the absolute unions like, are good floor. as long as they serve the interests of the people they represent and not the union itself same thing with political parties and everything else like yeah, you're supposed sure, to be definitely. a facilitator right but how do you, you know, who oh, watches you, the watchers that kind of thing i, 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 I hear you man I don't know. Look, uh, I, sometimes I'm into union busting. Sometimes I'm into union creation. But overall, I do think people should organize. Like we always say, we don't. We hate it when we see these people bitching about things that don't matter, or like something happens and they burn down their own city instead of doing <laughs> "quote unquote" the correct thing. Right. Okay, well, the correct thing is organizing, voting, and like and like going through these systems. Yeah. And so, collective bargaining. I mean, it was only a matter of time where they it, it got to this point, and I. Again, like I'm not arguing against it. All I'm saying is that like Hold I'm on. this I'm fan in is favor- freezing my nipples. I gotta fucking. Tell I'm in, I'm in favor of the incrementalism that we're seeing now, but I'm just not in favor of like taking all the fucking like reins off and saying like, oh yeah, allow people to sign fucking sneaker deals for fucking uh two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars a season. When I think you're, that's awesome. What you're, I I just think that Money's what awesome. Yeah, but no, of course it is. But it's it's gonna corrupt more individuals than it's going to. This sounds like help. the whole like it, it's gonna affect the integrity of the sport and it, it's gonna put these. Boys at risk. They're already at risk. Sure, fine, <laughs> fair enough. But it's also a, it's it's a choice. It's it's a voluntary choice. Do you, but you, can you at least see the optics of? I mean, there's a. Can you see the optics right? of someone who has money 
because of your labor telling you that it's in your interest not to get paid? Can you see the optics? I fine. Okay, yes, I accept that. Like I take that point is taken well, but the Andrew, po- I can't pay you. <laughs> I want to. I just, but can't. Can't. I just jumps can't. in his Ferrari and his <laughs> feeds off. Did you see the South Park episode three seasons ago when this was like first coming, like getting really hot, like this NCAA not paying people shit, and like like fucking Cartman becomes like 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 a Kentucky uh, Southern gentleman who like goes to slave auctions to buy college basketball oh, players. Oh no, no, so I, I, like, no, I like what you're doing with your boys out here. <laughs> <laughs> How much for the tall one? <laughs> nice. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, sure. All right. So then, while we're at it, why don't we just get rid of the NFL draft and all the recruiting processes that go? I into like the, the way they do. Uh, again, I don't know enough about sports, but my friends tell me, like with soccer, for example, this is normal in in the. Latin America and Europe, like like youth people being recruited, not having to go to co- the fact that we make people go to college is ridiculous. We don't make them; they uh. can choose. To- no, seriously, <laughs> they can choose not to. There's a lot of athletes that will forego college and just go. You know, they'll spend whatever required time away from school, which is bullshit. That's like something yeah. we could definitely agree age on. out, age out. Yeah, exactly. No, it's oh, a club. you need to spend for like the NBA. You need to spend a year away from high school to be able to be. Uh, recruited into the NBA, which is what like some of the best NBA players in the world have done. Um, and then uh, I think um, football is uh, two two years. Two years you have to spend away from the game. Yeah, I see. I see gatekeepers. I see greedy fucks. I see. I smell bullshit. You know. I mean, it's just. And I don't even know anything about the fucking sport. And to me, I'm like, this seems to be something I miss here. And yeah, also, I watched. Okay. That, there was like I sent you that video about that girl who was like a gymnast or whatever. And like, it's something where it's like, you know, I'm not going to make money after like, she, she's like, she does, you go, she, oh, while she was yeah, in college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She like, you know, yeah. gymnast, sometimes your career ends at 22. Right. And she competed at the Olympics and her video sold, you know, the Caitlin, tens of millions of shit. Caitlin. Oh, something. And now she's one... just a normal person making her 50 grand a year. She goes, you know what made my yeah. life all easy? If I could have bought a house out of, co- out, yeah. out, of, out, of out of the Olympics, yeah, monetize I my, my body. YouTube videos or whatever. Yeah. And, and it really is. I mean, they're so heavy handed. I mean, it's ridiculous. I, there's a little bit of a gray area in what I'm about to say next, but like a, a star linebacker from, um, Ohio state university, like this kid was on his way to potentially being a Heisman Old candidate. Buckeyes. His name was <laughs> Ch- Chase Young. And, um, so last season, they were in, I think, uh, I forget what game it was, but he wanted his girlfriend to be able to come out and see him play. And so he borrowed the money uh, to for her flight, and he's supposedly he's paid it back now. Um, but they uh, they suspended him for like four games because of it. They're like, oh, because no, Because he did what with the money? Because he borrowed money from somebody and then, you know, didn't pay it back immediately or whatever. Uh, they just got wind of it, essentially. You're not even allowed to borrow fucking money. And there's, again, the gray area is the guy who he borrowed the money from is like an agent. So Yeah, it kind of looks fishy. But again, yeah. we wouldn't be in any of the situation if we'd have these bullshit restrictions to begin with. Right. Like, like, the fact that we have to adjudicate if someone did something wrong when the laws themselves are not morally correct right. or in line with our values to or begin with. Or even clear. They're fairly ambiguous because yeah. I guarantee you that happens all the fucking time. You're telling me that if, like, you know, my uncle is like, hey, man, uh, here, I know that, you know, you, you don't have the money to pay for uh, your girlfriend to go watch you play. Like, let me go ahead and pay for that. And it's like, well, I'm not going to be able to get you back for a year. It's like, okay, well, where does it, where's the line? Like, is it okay to borrow money from family? Like, what about immediate family? You know, like, is it extended family? Like, where where is that end? And I'm, I'm and, not I don't, sure. and I don't want to adjudicate there, these things. And it's, that's why it's I don't not in. Yeah, it's not codified at all. Like there's no there's no rule like that's hard and fast that says like oh only from your immediate family and and to what amount either. Like do you have to file paperwork with the NCAA beforehand and say hey uh, I need to borrow five hundred. Yeah, that's what like, we need more it, bureaucracy. Right. That's right. That's <laughs> the point. So if only we had an intermediary to make a time sensitive decision for me. Oh yeah. 
Sounds like the Soviet fucking union. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So let's um. Wait, I'm gonna go to the next one. Uh, Obama and woke culture. Obama has a like I guess the Obama. I think he has an organization called like Abomination. No, I'm just kidding. Fact, That'd be awesome. Yeah, it'd be great That'd be because it'd really be good. funny. But like, he does this thing every year and he talks and he's been. You know, I, I think I know some fucking like right wing critics. Are like, oh, this guy won't shut the fuck up. I think he's surprisingly pretty quiet. He only raises his voice like every. He says like one thing every three or four months. Like yeah, gets, I mean, look, some the of ether. the criticism is fair, though. It's not just all fucking noise, because a lot of times when he opens his mouth, it's something about climate change, and he just bought, like, a $15 million mansion on Martha's Vineyard that's below sea level. So, you know. No, I mean, all, look. You're, you can't be that concerned about it, right? Well, yeah, I mean, if, like, if you take the zeitgeist from a certain point of view, I mean, Obama is just promoting, like, like neoliberal policies that any, like, Republican would have been promoting 15 years before right. him, too. The only point was being like it's it's hypocritical of well, him to yeah. speak out on certain issues well, and know, not on I others. Well, I know I saw something online, but I, I'm gonna fucking butcher it now. Like it's something about like how like well, everyone's a hypocrite. Now can we get back to the conversation? Sure. Like, but of course we should raise that point. Like he, you know, this is the whole thing of like hypocrisy, much like identity politics, lends itself to a, th- a place where people go like, well, you don't have the latitude to speak about this because of this. But if we're talking just about empirical arguments, yeah. like. A not, if a Nazi says gravity exists because it's a property of matter, the truth value of his statement has not been diminished by the fact that he's a racist. Right. Uh, like, let's have have the conversations that we need to have to to, to move forward as as a species in a vacuum and just take yeah. out like all that shit. And if you want to be a popularizer, I understand that. Like, it's like you know maybe it's difficult to be a. I don't know. There's just too many fucking rules. I just want conversations. I just want people to talk. And yeah, we can we can score style points in debate class, and that's always fun. And I got plenty of shit to talk about Obama, but I wish he was here right now because he knows a lot. He's probably seen a lot. Of we things. should invite him on the podcast. <laughs> I'm just saying, so he could defend himself. You know, that's yeah. the, we're calling. Calling you out. If you don't show up, uh, you, you test agree with everything I l- say. Let me be clear. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's the point. Is he was calling out woke culture, and he's just like, you know, you guys, you know, you get you get pretty off on the thing. You're like, oh, you used the wrong pronoun or you said the wrong word in this context. So, oh, I got you. Now you're no longer allowed to sit at the table. And he, he was just talking about like how that just ultimately like ruins the left and elections and public discourse in general. And it, that's clearly what he was referencing. And um. Yeah, I mean, fucking people. Some people, obviously, obviously, the people on the right loved it because it was Obama shitting of on course. something that isn't yeah. the right. But, uh, but yeah, of course, people on the left are like, oh, this is bullshit. Fuck him. Right. Like, not our president. Anymore. Like, yeah. the most inspirational person of all time because he's half black and he got to the presidency is now not, like a fucking yeah. sellout. Well, he was he was basically a Republican the entire time. He wasn't left enough. Yeah, but I don't know. So I'm sorry. So go on about. I mean, that was it. No, nothing. That was. It. I mean, like, I, you know, if you haven't seen this video, I mean, you should YouTube it. It's a it's an interesting clip. You obviously see people in different contexts when they're no longer, you know, directly wielding power. And um, I do think for a fact, though, like, hopefully if, if Trump loses this election, like, nobody, nobody's going to be, like, looking back on him finally. Like, oh, you know, now that he's out of the office, it's yeah. just so refreshing right, right. to hear what the, he has yeah, to say. None of that John McCain fucking, like, hero worship type thing. Well, all the, the statesmen of the Republican Party. Oh, yeah, you know? now the left, <laughs> yeah, the left loves referencing John McCain as, like, their favorite Republican because he's dead. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that makes him a saint. Yeah. <clears throat> oh well, fuck it. Let me let me uh, take out this old phone here and go to the next. Okay, that's something I'm gonna something I'm gonna speak on my own. Um, I've been seeing things online lately. It takes me a while to come up to see what the nomenclature is these days. But apparently, leftists are no longer calling uh, Hispanics Hispanic or 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 Latinos. Now Latino has now become Latin with the capital with the letter X Latin yeah, X. Sure. Which because you know. 
apparently that's how you say spick in like leftist. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Forget, um, <clears throat> no, it's just total bullshit. I mean, like this is first off, let me put my leftist hat on for a second. You're ang- you're, you're, you're culturally, this is cultural imperialism through a linguistic sense. You're going, you're taking a word that is innocuous in the Latin language, which is Latino, which is the neut- right. the neutral and the masculine are the same because when Latin lost its three cases and went to two cases in Spanish for gender, it ended up with, Latino, Latina, and a lot of words are like this. That's just what how it goes. What was the third one though? There was the neutral. There okay. was a neutral, but the what, neutral what, collapsed. What was it? I like don't think know. about like like da- like 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 uh, like something that ends at M in Latin. Okay. And then and then that M became an N, and then after that N, you added an O okay. or an A, gotcha. and that's how All you right. get from like Latin to Spanish. Gotcha. Like, in this, okay. Understood. Sorry. It, and anyway, so like you got you got this thing going on, and um, and also you know it's just. We don't have time to explain the entire like grammars, but like it's just like how in Spanish you have like you have l you have like l you have la yeah you know and, I'm then, with and you then you have and then you have low low is the is the right. neutral you know and uh, but fuck it <laughs> so well this is why you have like you know people don't say like la importante es or el importante es they say lo importante like right. the important lo importante es que chupas mi pinga like the important thing <laughs> yeah, is that you yeah, suck my dick right, you know? right, right, so, right. Like, so yeah, it's the like the article that. is less important yeah. than so like we do have neutrals in this context but like but for, for, for not for nouns yeah. you have you do have fucking el and la and that's it bitch and like and so that's the fucking language and no nobody walks around going like oh oh my god you know you're using the wrong pronoun it doesn't make any. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. All this stuff is happening from the English speaking world. I was gonna say, do we have any view from like even the leftists in like the the Spanish speaking culture? Oh, there's or- a few. There are a, a microchasm of like like. Let's pretend, like, because leftism is super popular in the Spanish war, but it's all about more, like, revolutionary socialism, stuff like that. They don't get caught Actual up. Leftism. The culture wars are not interesting <laughs> in the Spanish speaking world. Now there are people because of Anglicization, in the Spanish speaking world, that do embrace certain concepts like this. But it, but overall, it's not a fucking thing. Yeah, like, and they're kind know. of probably hand waved away by like yeah. The when actual... these are co- yeah yeah, you'd be like a, it, they're just not running the show yeah. on the left over there. Like the left, if you want, uh, if you're looking for that good old fashioned capital class versus like Marxist like debate, that actually exists in Latin America and even in Spain. Like like communism is big in Spain. I mean like like these fucking this word. That's where the argument is. It's not about identity politics. Now there's a small amount of this going on, uh, but um, but it just doesn't compare to America. Anyway, the point is, you know, fuck these like these 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 leftist fucks who like who want to tell me that like now every time I have to read a sentence, they talk about Latin. First, Latin to me is total bullshit to begin with. Like I mean, these people are Hispanic. It's a dead language. Get over it. You lost. Yeah, well, they're, they're Hispanics. <laughs> I mean, it's like Hispania. You know, you, you know that's the Latin word for 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 Spain. That's why you know the people who were conquered by Spain were called Hispanics. You know, and like. Uh, all this dumb shit, and um, and like from I guess I just, I mean lost in the sauce, but like like from a, and then from like just a normal point of view or a right wing point of view, you know, just fuck you in general. Like this is like word salad doesn't sound good. It's just it's just clunky. It's bullshit. It's just you know the same reason why I say like gyro and not euro is because you know I already have the word gyrate in English from Greek. Like I'm not speaking Greek when I'm speaking English, right? Just because I'm using a Greek word, like you don't say garage. You say garage because you're speaking English. You don't care if the word came from French. And, uh, you know, these these, these bullshit games, it's the same game they always play, which is like if you say the right words, this ism will disappear. If we stop, if we just stop making black jokes or saying the N word, then, then, then racism is going to disappear. If we stop, if we say Latinx instead of, instead of, uh, you know, Hispanic 
or or any of this dumb shit or or or, or Latin, then somehow that's going to change the negative aspects of like you know Trump's rhetoric against fucking Hispanics, or it's going to stop the next shooter for targeting Hispanics. This is all bullshit. We got real fucking problems, and you're playing these dumbass linguistic games, and I'm not going to fucking play. And what's even better is because in the identity politics world, because I'm a fucking half Hispanic, because my mom's from fucking Cuba, I can say spick all fucking day. Yeah. So, I, you know, so I posted a stats physically. Every time you say Latin X, I'm going to say spick. Now, if you want to meet in the middle, we can go back to Hispanic or Latin, but I'm not fuck or Latino, but I'm not fucking... Play, I'm not good at like adopt your speech codes. It's kind of interesting though because like even as we like argue against it because uh, honestly it just seems absurd. But it is absurd. Could well right. But what I'm saying though yeah. is that from their perspective, do you think that that is like the type of like incrementalist like change that they do believe would actually bring about some sort of change, or are they just doing it because it's like hey a way to signal to it's each not other about that signaling. The, the Frankfurt School, whatever you know, if you believe like in the theories of like you know. Like academia being taken over, and like and like the idea was like we, you know, the only way the left is going to take over. Like there's like a cultural Marxist argument. Like sure. you know we're going to take over the way people think, and we're going to do that through speech codes and like continuing to to just sham ram shit down people's throats until it becomes normal. Right. And I do believe that is the strategy amongst people that are actually strategists in, on the left. You know, you got to play this game. Right. You know, there's all different parts of the game. You know, there's the courts, there's the academia, there's posts. It's taking down powerful people one at a time. And um, making examples of people, you know, people getting fired from whether it's Silicon <laughs> yeah, Valley right. or whatever, whatever the fuck. Like, the war is always going on. When you see things, when you view everything in terms of power, everything is a battle. Right. And um, yeah, I'm, the the best way to win these games, besides making the rhetorical argument against their bullshit arguments, is ultimately not to play. Yeah, to throw it in their face. And and right. and like, and these people need to wake the fuck up. You know, you know, you're never going to be able to like reduce income inequality if you got people ne- reflexively voting right wing every time because they can't stand you for your bullshit culture wars right and i just think it's bad strategy it's bad tactics it it doesn't it, it doesn't advance the goal that most people i think want to advance but i mean there are people that do want to live in a society where i mean you watch they want to live in demolition man i mean they, they, <laughs> <laughs> how, how do you use the shells <laughs> um oh, wait a minute is that the right movie yeah right isn't it I don't know. I'm thinking about like the, the, the shit shells on the the toilet thing. Yeah. With the never mind. Anyway, so I don't know. So fuck all that noise. And uh, I'm telling you guys right now. I know you're not allowed to give out. I don't know black cards and all these cards these days. But I'm telling you, you should be able to say whatever you want. Um, I've never like I've never seen Hispanics get offended by the word Latino. Hell, I don't even see Hispanics getting word offended by the word Hispanic because like Hispanic has become like the word black, where it's not like, oh we don't say blacks, we say African Americans, and it's like oh we don't say we don't say Hispanics because that's too close to spick or something. We say we say Latinos, and and and, t- and if you want to be really close, you say Latinos. You, know, you put your bullshit little <laughs> Chicano accent on it, and um, I'm just not about any of this. I just want people like I think people should just use the word that they feel comfortable when talking about a group of people. And there's no way anyone feels comfortable from a linguistic – my degrees in linguistics. There's no way people naturally gravitate towards, like, um, contrived words such as Latinx. Right. Oh, the Latinx people. The Latinx people. Like, what are you saying? The first yeah. few times I heard it, I didn't even know what the fuck someone was saying. I'm like, what's the Latinx? Is that like yeah, – Do we have mutants now? <laughs> yeah, do Latin, Yeah, fuck them. So fuck all that noise. Can't stand it. <laughs> it's kind of – it is weird, though, because um, it, it really does kind of – not even just from the perspective of, like, jamming – 
you up like linguistically like it's also as far it's it's disrupting to your thought process like there's no way to like train your mind to use something like that where you're like you're like oh going through speech and you're like oh yeah he was doing this she was doing this like oh they for like referring to a singular person like just to shift it to like gender what if we stop saying the word boys and girls because it's not inclusive for people that aren't born boys and girls so then we have to say boys x well like grammatically correct right when you're talking about somebody is it like uh the third person when you're saying like oh um you know whoever he or she may be right aren't you supposed to say he or she when it's one person well yeah there's, so there's like so you're like so what yeah. would you say you have l and a yeah but if you have a boy and a girl now you have ellos right you don't have the they. it's the they, it's they thing it's they. so it's like the they argument but like i know like at least from what i remember in in like english you know like grammar wise in high school it was when you're talking about of a group of people in the third person right you would say they are doing something right but then when it's a one person you're supposed to say he or she so grammatically yeah so there so there's okay so there's a couple different things going on here so it's kind of like how there's a prescriptive grammar written by powerful people. Sometimes those powerful people are enshrined by law, like the Real Academia de Español in Spain. They actually can make authoritative statements about what is good and what is bad Spanish. And Sounds you, fun. And you can wipe your ass with that or you can go roll with it. Then there's then there's English, languages like English that don't have official, uh, like, I don't know, codification boards and stuff. But... Um, so in linguistics, for example, the reason as a native speaker you get away with saying things like uh, they don't give a shit, even or you know, or sorry, let me let me tell you, sorry, he don't give a shit, like he don't give a shit, like yeah, say like what about what about him? What does he think? Like, he don't give a shit, even though it's like he doesn't give a shit, and you're like, well, just so you know, Alex, it's not he don't give a shit. I'm like, well, I didn't say he don't, did yeah, I? Right. I? I lighted my speech, and you like we create new things all the time. It's like gonna isn't a real fucking word, and when we say things like uh, me and him are going to the movies, like well, me and him, don't you mean he and I? Right. Yes, of course. But what that tells you is that when a native speaker says me and him are going to the movies, like yes, there's a a colloquialism going on here. Like there's like a quote unquote like a low register, like not formal register of speaking. But also what tells you in, in the English language, the objective case is actually the default case, like how people think in their brains. Right. Because they naturally, they can do that. You can't do it the opposite way. Like people don't make the opposite mistake. They don't like have a sentence and at the end of that sentence when you would expect the objective case, use the subjective case. Would be like, like, like no one says like, give it to I. They say give it to me. You know, so <laughs> right. like, and so that just kind of tells you a little bit like, this is how like linguists discover like how people think in that language based on what rules they native speakers break on purpose and aren't bothered yeah, by like unless they're like super educated and, and educated to the point of being like grammar Nazis kind of thing. And I don't know you, you cause you were saying like, uh, you know, L a uh, together makes AOS and like how, Oh yeah. Like the, the class was like, you know, if anyone left their, if anyone left their jacket in yeah. the bar, please come and get it there. If anyone left their jacket, like, like, yeah, yeah. It's great when you're in like language class and you recognize this cause it helps. It's good that you can think, uh, what do you call? It? Not critically, but what's the math? The math mind thing called discrete <sighs> math. The one form of it out of the eight intelligences, like one of them is like math slash ah, whatever the fuck. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's like a computerized way of thinking, like statistically. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember the fucking word, but the point is like it's good that you have like that ability to to parse things. Um. But it's not necessary for for meaningful communication between people. I mean, as long as we're sitting here looking at each other talking, right? That's what counts. Like, we're not here to we're not writing a fucking. This is not an academic fucking paper. Yeah. 
And well, that's why I was just at, like yeah. stating that because I mean, to me, it seems a little bit ridiculous because you're like, oh, like I'm, I, I'd be consistently trying to like figure out how to reprogram that part of my brain they so can't. that I could like yeah. communicate in that way, and it just it doesn't work. It don't work. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Yeah. So and that and that's kind of where we're time at. In South Carolina. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's that's how that's how it works. And link. I don't want to make this argument from authority, but like most people are not registered linguists. Thank God they have learned something better with their lives. But like, <laughs> as someone who is a linguist, yeah, to hear non-linguists try to talk about linguist, it's like when you hear like dumbass people that don't have a degree in science or have never even studied science, and they say things like, "Well, if humans come from monkeys, why are there still fucking monkeys?" Yeah, can you evolutionize Checkmate. that? Checkmate. Checkmate. <laughs> like, motherfucker, you don't even know what the fuck you just said. You sound like a fucking retard. And that's how I feel when like leftists start telling. People, leftists using a Spanish word, then they anglicize it, then they normalize it, then they fucking add an X to it to make it woke, and then they go, "These are the new rules." Fuck you! <laughs> like I'm, I'm like you. Just have, fuck you! You sound like an idiot. Hey man, just mm-hmm. just comply. No, okay. no, you know I sound like a fucking child too because you know I'm just like, oh fuck them. But I could defend what I had to say r- with rhetoric and argument if I felt like it, <laughs> if we had the time <laughs> or the inclination. Here's what I got. If you don't like the way I talk, shut the fuck up. We don't have to talk. That's <laughs> yeah. fine. Yeah. Like, that's the thing is that, you know, every conversation. Yeah, it's voluntary. So, hey, if you don't want to co- communicate with me anymore, that's fine. We're cool. We'll go our separate ways. I'm, I'm thinking about going to um, University of Florida. My friend's giving a talk, and I've never made any of his talks. So I'm thinking about going on Tuesday, and my understanding is people are writing pronouns next to their name on the, on the hello, my name is he, him. Whatever the fuck at his behest or no? I'm saying like that. I hear that's what goes on now at the talks. Oh, okay, gotcha. People like people like it's becoming like normal because nobody wants to be the one person who gets called out for not writing their pronouns or get fucked. How that? How about that? Be Fucking like, yes. Yeah, be like asshole slash cunt. These are my pronouns. My pronouns are my ma- Yeah, I did remember <laughs> this first guy. I was like, my pronouns are my master. So whenever you have to ask them, say, my master. What time is, is it? <laughs> like, what does my master think we should do? Oh, oh. But that's how I identify. You yeah. see, this is the problem when you start opening the door to these kinds of bullshit games. Like something, like eventually someone's gonna get tired and say, "Fuck it, I'll play." Yeah. <laughs> and like now you're gonna play by my fucking rules. I, you know, it's. I hear you. Who did I? What, did, what was I pissing people off? Yeah, I was pissing people off today on, on Facebook because I posted this fucking meme. Um, the meme goes. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure I say it perfectly. Oh, <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. Okay, go ahead. Son of a bitch. Come on. Okay, here we go. Gotta scroll to the top. We're already like 100 comments deep. Okay. LGBTs. Can you believe they used to electroshock gay men to make them straight? Then there's an asterisk, and it says, as he injects nine-year-old boy with hormones so he'll grow tits. Right. You know, and, yeah, this is a... I mean, to me, like, this just illustrates, like, how lost liberalism has gotten on some of these culture wars to the point that they've become anti-scientific. I mean, lumping transgenderism with lesbian, gay, and bi, which is really all just gay right. people, gay yep. sexuality, and um, and conflating, you know, like, like consent, like, you know, what I would say it was like low-risk behavior, which is like consenting adults or consenting teenagers being gay or doing something like that with, like, 
children being administered hormones to stunt their fucking growth because a seven-year-old or a nine-year-old says, oh, I'm confused. Or I'm not confused. I know. I'm thinking absolutely clearly. I'm a boy trapped in a woman's body. Yeah, at seven. Yeah, at seven years old. And like, I I made the argument. I just said the obvious. I'm like, this. I didn't say anything, but then people started coming at me and I had to make arguments like, oh, you know, yeah, it's fucking child abuse, obviously, to me. And they go, no, it's not. Ch-. And then some, you know, people came in hot. They're like, oh my god, false equivalency. You're fucking equating uh, uh, people being shocked against their will uh, with with people volunteering for gender reassignment surgery. I'm like, whoa, buddy, you think everyone who gets electroshock therapy is fucking is tied down to a chair? People volunteer for this. Yeah. People volunteer in quotes quotation marks. You know, out of like social ostracization or fear, or because they hate themselves because they've been imbued with other orthodoxy, such as like a maybe a regressive form of Christianity or something like that, and they go to fucking conversion therapy camps voluntarily. Like, I mean, it's all bullshit. You know, the, so the, the, there's because the, they tried to make the argument that I was making a false equivalency because like one entailed coercion, the other did. Like, no, they all entail fucking coercion, and you can't say they don't entail coercion all the fucking time. Right. And at least like the LGBT th- thing, though, th- these are these are like adults that have agency who have like gone through at least like the rigors of, of yeah, hopefully some critical thinking to figure out where they are and how they feel about their lot in life. I had to provide some like intellectual underpinnings because this shit went like a 100 things deep. And like at one point I was trying to explain. So anorexia and bulimia, you have a disorder. You look in the mirror, you think you're fat, you're not. You're AKA crazy. So, you know, <laughs> you look now, you look in the mirror, you go, Oh, I don't like my arm. I shouldn't have this arm. I have a, I, I'm a, I'm a disabled person, an amputee trapped in a fully able person's body. This is called body integrity disorder. Then there's another disorder called a uh, uh, gender dysmorphia, uh, sorry, body dysmorphia. You like, you, you're a pretty girl, but you think you have an ugly fucking nose. Some bitches do have ugly hooked fucking noses, but a lot of these bitches don't. And they fucking, or, you know, there's nothing wrong with your tits. They're just, Normal yeah, tits, yeah. They're just not fantastic tits, yeah. and like all shapes and sizes, yeah, whatever it is. And they go, "Oh, I'm fucking disgusting. I can't love myself unless I spend ten thousand dollars and go under the knife." Meanwhile, down the line, when they're poor with these useless fake tits that they can't trade in for anything, you know, it's like, "Oh, maybe I wish I made different choices when I was younger." But at that moment, I felt I was trapped by my thoughts. Anyway, the point. This happens with a lot of things. Like sometimes I go online and there's something I really want to buy, and it's dry. It's literally controlling my thoughts. But if I force myself to do nothing about it. The compulsion goes away right. if I wait long enough. I mean, everything, the whole like uh, determinist experience is like this. Like things arise in consciousness, thoughts, some healthy, some unhealthy. I mean, anyone, you know, I've had depression thoughts before. I've had fucking crazy thoughts. Sometimes I'm sitting here alone, counting my fucking Jew gold money, and I'm like, wow, I'm really miserable. And then I go, am I really miserable, yeah. or am I just talking to myself? Right. The point is, if I just fucking relax, it will go away. Right. Like, all of life is like that. Now, of course, I'm blessed to not have deeper compulsions of irrationality in my mind. My irrationality goes about as deep as, like, some self-destructive tendencies, such as smoking and being a cunt sometimes <laughs> to my wife. You know, other people got, like, worse problems. Yeah. And like, and so I, I deeply empathize with the mental illness aspect of it, you know. But the, there's, like, so there's all these different types of illnesses. Then there's a category called mental illnesses. And then mental illnesses, you got mental illnesses like schizophrenia, and then you got ones called, like, body mental illnesses. Body illnesses include... Bulimia and anorexia, body integrity disorder, uh, fucking body dysmorphia, like I have an ugly fucking nose or I need tits. Uh, and then finally you have, and then there's the one where I'm born in the entire wrong body because of the sex gender thing. That's called body, uh, you know, gender identity disorder. These are all fucking disorders. Like, and the, but the, because transgenderism has become like this cause celebre of the left and they've tried to turn it into a protected class. They're trying to create an identity out of a mental illness. I mean, like this, this gets fucking nuts. Yeah. And, um, 
and I guess I'm about to pivot right now because I'm, I'm getting lost. But like, um, so I said, let's play this game. <clears throat> I'm transgender right now. I identify as a woman, but I want you to never bring it up again. Never treat me any different. Don't change my pronouns, and I'm not gonna like do any treatment. Because some people started like making these ridiculous pivots, like, oh, well, there's no such a, uh, you know, what not everyone wants treatment. So what's the harm in telling a seven year old boy that he's a seven year old girl if he's never gonna do anything about it? And I said, <laughs> okay. And I said, let's pretend that's true, because it's true. Like not everyone fucking transitions. So and I said, okay, well, that's who I am now. And they said, oh, you have to be diagnosed by a doctor. I'm like, why would I need to be diagnosed by a psychiatrist unless it's a disorder? No one has to diagnose me as straight. Yeah. No one had to diagnose me as heterosexual or cisgendered. And, and they said, oh, no. Well, people know you're cisgendered. They can just tell because you're normal. Oh, what was oh, that uh, word? Uh, uh, and uh, like, yes, <laughs> exactly. Normal people can tell that people are normal. And that's the, one of the reasons why like straight people can tell with a high level of accuracy if someone's gay. Because we have gaydar. We can actually sense these things. Yeah. Like, who's on what level and what plane of existence and, like, and, like acting. And, like, yes, there are things that are, like, super high-functioning that are mutations, such as, for example, being gay. It's a normal occurring mutation in all mammals. We got gay horses, we got gay dogs, we got gay people. Like, and that's fine. And as far as I'm concerned, we may have even had a gay president. Looking at you, Abraham Lincoln. For <laughs> but, sure. But, but, for but, sure. The point is, like, all this fucking shit. And, like, you know, but then we have things that are not highly functioning. We have things with 40% suicide rates. One of them is called fucking transgenderism. You know why, you know why transgender suicide rates are at the same rate as, like, schizophrenia suicide rates? Because... They're fucking nuts, and the world they see does not exist. So they, it creates a lot of dissonance, and a lot, a lot of times, neither drugs nor fucking gender reassignment surgery can can fix that dissonance, which is scary and sad. And they're doomed to be fucking miserable. Right. And and then eventually they got to make the pain stop, so they kill themselves. I'm not unsympathetic to how much it must suck to be trans, right? Whether you're out or not, or transition or not, or living it, your truth or whatever the fuck or not. What I am saying is I'm not going to, like, yeah, I never told my schizophrenic grandmother when she was in the fucking hole, like, oh, yeah, you know, the reason you're in this hole is because, you know, the Russians, you know, they're going to get you out, you know, that you're absolutely right, like, you're just an asset, like, we're trying, you know, you don't blow smoke up people's ass. Right. Like, or at least you try not to. Yeah. And, um, and that's that. And, uh, you know, I, I'm not dehumanizing people. I'm, I'm just not fucking, um, I'm just not rationalizing their behavior. By like saying like, oh, this is totally, this is normal. The only thing normal be, being transgender is that it happens in the universe. That's physical. Like it is a, it is a natural mutation. Yeah, it's it's just not a productive one. Right. <laughs> and uh, and 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 because we we know that when we ever they've done things where like if you talk to a class full of people about transgenderism or something like that, then uh then then uh it leads to higher rates of self diagnosing of of like trans. Like, oh, are, oh yeah, sure. Oh, that must be me. You just filling people's heads with bullshit and nonsense. Children don't know anything. I wore my mom's dress sometimes when I was a kid. Put her heels it's on. It's called cross-dressing. Right. It's fun. Yeah. Be <laughs> like, ooh, look at me. I didn't go like, oh my God. This feels right. This feels right. And it feels right because... And if I did say this feels right, that's what parents are around to tell you like, nah, you just you just don't get it. You just wait a few years, you're, you're all grown. You're just having fun. And, right. You know, like... <sighs> It's just, there's just so many different levels than some dumb ass goes like, oh, what about intersex people? There are people that are literally not non-binary. I mean, yes, that's true. For 0.0005% now, I said of first, the I said first off, 99.99% of people are not transgendered. Right. Similarly, 99.99% of transgender people are not intersex. They're not right. born with a dick and a cunt. So don't you fucking come at me with these test cases because they're weak sauce and they don't fucking prove anything. Well, there's no reason why that should be written into any tor type of like... Um public requirement for social interaction you know like uh, 
It yeah. just it just doesn't work for me. Anyway, it was just like it was a meme gone wild and like and and you know people were like, "Oh, you're just, you know you're you're you know you're an anti-science idiot." I'm like, "Well, that's weird because I seem to have gotten evolution right. I got climate change right. I get vaccines right. I mean, these are like the like the major like like conflicts of uh the 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 three the major conflicts of science and politics intersecting on the right is the vaccines, the vaccine debate, the climate change debate, um, and then um, it doesn't always have to be that way in the climate change debate, but 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 for the purposes of my argument, it is. And then um, whatever, whatever I don't know, whatever the fuck the third thing I fucking said. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like that dumbass couldn't remember the, the Department of Energy, yeah. Rick Perry. Oh yeah. <laughs> but um, and, but in the left, where you find the 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 distance between like things that we can know and prove or at least things that we can't we can't prove yet and like politics intersecting is like the transgender debate the feminist debate like oh there's no difference between men and women of course there is it's and then you know and the transgender debate obviously like you know you could be born in the wrong body that seems like a really yeah it's it's amazing if someone tells you like oh i believe that there's a soul that you can't see but it's inside of me and it illuminates everything that consciousness comes from this soul things that people people that are not religious look at you like you're a nut job for example but then like your your secular leftist atheist friend tells you like no you know there are people born in the wrong bodies i'm like what body snatchers what the fuck are you talking about you sound like l ron hubbard who the fuck's in my body why am i in the wrong fucking body how is that even possible like we're all in the wrong body sometimes i feel like i'm an alien to my own body when i got tumors when i was 18 i didn't go I was like, well, fuck, you know, you're always in the wrong body. You're not in control of your body. Your right. consciousness is in your brain. Yeah. And then you got this vessel and you got different levels of, of like compatibility. I think wise people try to accept the fact that your body, ex- that your mind exists in this vessel. Right. And that's why we should try our best not to smoke cigars and drink and record <laughs> podcasts, but uh, and, and other things too, you know, and, um, and like, I think less productive behavior is saying like this body's useless and now let me hack it up, whether it's a girl doing ridiculous body modifications or a guy who's trans or vice versa. I mean, it's like ridiculous shit. I don't know. I know I know. it's kind of like my hobby horse because because I see over and over again, and I just read that book, The Madness of Crowds by Douglas Murray. Like, there's a madness here. There's a collective madness where people are being silenced. There's only one thing you're allowed to say about transgender people, and that's that they're beautiful and amazing. They're completely normal. There's nothing right. to talk about. That is ridiculous. Yeah, we kind of touched on that the last time I think yeah. about the uh, the Caitlyn Jenner thing. Yeah, and it was like Bruce Jenner being like the dumbest man, but mm-hmm. like you accept him, you know, you're like, all right, well, he's just fun and he's there. And, and everything. now Caitlyn Jenner is one of the greatest. Oh my god, of all the time. best woman, the best woman, because because she's <laughs> trans and like no, it's that's the that's the identity politics at work. The the totem pole, like oh my god, being trans is clearly so unlikable. By the way, people review their own biases and bigotry when they when they do the um the identity politics Olympics, like victimhood Olympics, because when you say like, when you put trans people, like just by becoming trans, you become the world's greatest woman athlete of the year. What you're saying is we as a society deeply dislike these people the most, you know? And so you're reviewing, you're revealing your own biases. Right. And, um, I don't know. It's fucking nuts, you know? And I kind of go with the Dave Chappelle thing. Cause I do have like one trans friend. Actually, I had two trans friends in my life. And, um, and what happens when I'm in the same room as them? Well, they know how I feel. And I say, we can still have drinks. Yeah. And this yeah, is how I feel. still friends if, and if, you, if you're up for if it. If you're up for friendship, I'm yeah. up for friendship. You know? But I don't, you know, I'm not like some... Yeah, I'm not like, kowtowing I'm not a monster. to you. I don't right. want to kill you. I don't want to throw you in a fucking right. oven. I don't want to do it. I'm just letting you know, like, 
And I'm your ally insofar as like you're my fellow citizen. I, I love you. And that's the thing too. They don't like the fact that I'm willing to love them or at least leftists don't like the fact that I'm willing to love my fellow citizen as a fellow citizen. They right. want me to love them be, as a this, as yeah, a trans person, right. as a black guy. As well, it's because you, you don't fully accept who they are. Yeah. You know, and it's like, no, it's no, not no, how that No, no, they exist in their mind. Yeah. The people, <laughs> and we know this because what happened, I had a good friend a long time ago. His name was Eric Shaliro. And after this car accident where he had frontal lobe damage, he was in a coma for three months. I tried to salvage our friendship for a few years after that, but it didn't work out ultimately because he wasn't the same person. The person I loved died in that car accident yeah. now. Which happens a lot, honestly. Like, yeah. I mean, I could tell you multiple stories yeah. about people that are close to me that have the same kind of experience where it's just... Being a straight white male it was never on the table for me. <laughs> it was always Eric who was Eric. Right, right. Yep, until he wasn't. Yeah, and it was fucked up. And, like, you really do exist in your head. And... um and Danger, not just dangerous your head, place. Just your frontal lobe. Yeah, that's it for real. That's what I mean. Your frontal lobe and your hippocampus. That's all you got. And it doesn't have to be something catastrophic like a car accident. It could be as simple as like you know, like they talk about like uh, professional athletes that are in combat sports where they'll take the wrong hit and it completely changes them. One of the uh, one of my one clients. Of, one of my clients, real quick. This guy, you know, I don't, I don't know if he listens to this podcast. <laughs> but he um he fell one day. Uh, could have been dehydration. Could have been stroke. Could have been seizure. Nobody knows. Yeah. Fell, cracked his head, just standing there behind the counter, counting money, and then boom. Wakes up in the hospital, massive crack in his head, recovers, back to work. Now he's really slow. And he's like aware of it too. He goes, I don't feel the same. I'm like, you're kind of not the same, Junior. Yeah. You changed a bit. Like, you're still a nice guy, but there's just a different person yeah. woke up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kat, uh, Kat Zingano, is a, um, she's a female martial artist, whatever, um, mixed martial artist. And she fought in the UFC for a long time, and she took like a terrible knockout she got kicked in the head or something like that and uh from that point on it like fractured her eye socket it was so bad and then Massive. she had to undergo undergo like uh what is that the the deep deep brain electro stimulation or whatever yeah, to just to just growth. just to like deal with the the intense feelings of depression and suicide and everything like that and finally she's gotten to a place where she's like comfortable talking about it and she doesn't have those feelings anymore but like that the person that she was before is completely gone. The human brain, when we're talking about neurobiology, you know, the human we're talking about the human brain, which is all of us as humans studying the human brain. So there's actually there might be like a limit, like like a like a hay flick limit of knowledge that we can actually learn about ourselves by ourselves. Maybe a machine or a computer can help like elucidate more details of the mind. But like as of now, there we seem to be limited in this regard like we've got the human brain studying the human brain and this is why we have such a shallow understanding of it this is why incredible things happen you hit someone with a hammer nine out of ten times you kill them one out of one out of a million times they wake up and now they speak 20 languages and they can play the piano all this crazy stuff and be like and they show like when they do the deep scans like the trauma led to a really unique usually trauma leads to this but in this guy's case the trauma led to new connections being formed in his brain that he never used before and now he can learn a language in 13 days and now he can learn so we'll take every leftist and we'll hit them all yeah, with hammers. That doesn't mean you go around hitting people with fucking hands. The point right. is you don't go. You, what it means is like, wow, we live in a really cool, mysterious universe. Yep. And like, um, and and that's kind of the way it goes. And um, the differences and the uniqueness, I guess, um, should be celebrated. And you shouldn't be trying to fit everybody into a the same box. People are gonna not. hear that and be like, so what's wrong with being trans? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, and like this goes back to like a classic thing too, you know. Like when it comes to diversity, the left believes diversity is something you see on a piece of paper. Is it a different shape? Is it a different color? Yeah. Does it look different? To me, diversity comes from diversity of thought. You know, 
I have a much better time when I go out, assuming no one's a cunt, with a mixed group of people. Like, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I go hang out with some, like, my old professor friends at UF and, like, some are Marxist, some are fucking, like, in the economic department. They're super fucking, like, uh, like, yeah, like, like, I don't know, the only part where you're going to find, like, the right wingers. But, like, the point is, like, and it's fun. Just, like, you know, they're all really smart people and they like, the, you know, they have normal lives. They got wives and husbands and they got children and they, and they like sports and they and they eat, drink, smoke, fuck shit like everybody else. Yep. And then and then they have the epiphenomenon, like, all of us talking about, like, how we think about, like, things in the world. Like, uh, you know, anywhere from philosophy or lazy man's philosophy, which is politics. Right. And, um. That's an interesting night because everyone's having beers and, and and the the big the big common denominator is an openness to ideas, criticism, and humor. Everything's sprinkled with humor because everything leads to a joke. Yeah, and and, that, and that's what it's about. But the, the the left really isn't interested in that. They're interested in like thought policing people and getting, convicting people of thought crime. You said this, therefore you are this ism, which is bad, and you are no longer allowed to sit at the table. It's kind of interesting, right? Because isn't like the left brain. Uh, more associated with like math and like concrete like uh, reasoning and things like that, and yeah. the right brain is like more interested in abstraction and yeah, like yeah. yeah, we have two hemispheres and creativity yeah. and things like that. And so like I tend to think of it in that way now, at least. There's like this this obvious difference between like how on the right, of course, there are like when you go far enough, you know, there's like the fundamentalist kind of like religious views and things like that. But like somewhere in only that, on the like, religious right there are there are secular people right on the fucking right right yeah and who are interested in ideas yeah. and, and diversity and things like that like not like diversity tm like not yeah. diversity like the fucking kind you're talking about that yeah. you can identify on a piece of paper yeah um but that it seems almost like uniquely on the left it's like no you have to check this box or that box or you can't be considered diverse and that's yeah. like it's it's dangerous i mean it really is yeah i mean like if the fact that the the left is running this software, to quote Sam Harris, says like that has 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 a bug in it, which is like you see someone win, you see two people in the running for a Nobel Prize for physics, and 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 they both happen to be male, and you go like, well, what's going on there? And like and you're like, there's nothing going on. Those two motherfuckers are up for the award. Yeah. They're fucking physicists. Are you a fucking physicist? Yeah. Like you, like you know like oh there should be more like uh I'm. I'm this category of human, and I think there should be more of this category of human in this field. So go do it. No, right. no, no, no. I, I can't because of the Things. structural isms yes. embedded in the system that yeah. prevent people like me from doing that Let's thing. Let's take down all the... the the portraits of all the like brilliant fucking doctors and what I can't remember where this was, but like they took down like a bunch of portraits of like these award winning, like medical doctors that had discovered this or cured that or done, you know, whatever their, their body of work was, um, in a, uh, a lecture hall because they said that they thought it would deter more women from attempting to reach for those same heights. And it's like, what I got, I got, why I'm, would that be? I'm going to do a slight pivot right now. So in the book, the Madness of Crowds. He does an experiment. Take out your phone right now and go to Google. Okay. These fucking Silicon Valley types, you know, people say, like, all oh, the rights, full of shit. You know, there, there's no, like... There's no bias. There's no bias. I want you to Google something for me right now. I want you to Google gay couples and tell me what you see. Gay couples. What do you see? You're going to see... Go to images. Well, if I could spell, it would be easier, but yeah. Um. It, oh, images? Okay. Andrew's sitting across from me. I'm not holding his phone. I can't see what he's seeing. Andrew, tell everybody what you see. Uh, gay sh- couples. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. A shitload of. Do you see anything that's not a gay couple for the first five lines? No, and they're predominantly dudes. It's okay. Interesting. 
now. Well, yeah, because if you search lesbian couples, then you get lesbian couples. But uh, fair enough. Yeah, we've, we've done this language game where we've we've stopped referring to lesbians as gay in many respects. Now I want you to Google. These guys are all ripped. This is fucking really embarrassing. But you okay? But you but but if you want to search for gay, let's pretend you want to find pictures of gay couples for your website, right? And you need a stock image. You just found them very yep. easily. Now I want you to go Google straight couples and tell me what you find. <laughs> what did you find? <laughs> the very first image, the top image is is clearly a lesbian couple. The uh, the second image is also a lesbian couple. The, the third second image. Is- Im- now, do you think Google's retarded, or the people that work at Google are retarded, or you think they don't like the idea of people googling straight couples? Google straight white couples, dude. This is fucking unbelievable. No, they're the, all, the, the, they're, the- no, no. Time out. They're they're all, every single one of them up to image seven, is they're all gay. Couples. I want everyone. I want everyone at home who's listening. To fucking do this on your phone because you're gonna be blown away that there really is, a, a, like, an information war out there. You know what's really interesting too is that like the keywords, like you know how Google presents keywords for image searches yeah. at the top or yeah. whatever. So it says the first one says happy, the second one says marriage, and then the third one says stereotypical. Ooh, ooh, it gets worse. Go okay, um, Google. Oh Google. shit! Get the fuck out of here. Let's keep going. Watch. Okay, happy marriage, stereotypical, cute. And then living together, and then we get LGBTQ. LGBTQ. You search straight, and you get gay as one of their searches. Okay, now search black couples. Search black couples. Yo, this is wild. No, it's fucking... <laughs> the, book, the book blew me the fuck away. Okay, I'm on black couples. What do you see? Black couples, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Go figure. Now go search white couples. Damn. Some of these Nubian princesses are... Uh quite fly right, keep it keep in the pants would you say <laughs> white, white couples search white couples is the first five lines white couples like you would expect <laughs> no. no it's not okay so three are mosaics of like various search results probably like hinting at this very um this very topic because the uh the caption underneath says google explains why their image search results look racist um, and then the second is something similar. And then the third is white couple who identify as black. So it's like these white people are clearly out of their minds. This is all over the internet. Yeah. And then the fifth one is that same couple. And then the sixth one is of a mixed race couple. So which, when I go know, to whatever. Europe, when I go to Europe, I like art museums. I love European Renaissance art. If you ever get to go to Madrid, go to the El Prado Museum. Phenomenal. I want you to Google European. Dude, they're all like interracial couples. This ha- like they're one... all interracial couples. Yeah. Now, why is Google promoting a worldview that doesn't match up to? Aren't we always talking about? Aren't, isn't the left always talking about accurate representation? They want fifty percent women in politics, like right. elected senators, and they and like and if if only three to five percent of people are gay, shouldn't that only be three to five percent? If you search couples, shouldn't that only be three to five percent of the search results instead of fifty percent? Right. And then when you search white couples, you get eighty percent non-white couples but when you search black couples you get 100% black couples I mean, and by the way it's not a white versus black if you search Asian couples you get Asian couples I mean there's, there's literally like a bias against things that are straight things that are white things that are men I mean the thing, the shit, if you search male scientists all of a sudden it's like the, the 50 million fucking thing I mean here, here search this though real quick everyone everyone at home take out your phone and google European uh, classical art European classical art or uh, renaissance art I already went with classical. There's no going back. Uh, what am I looking for? Because everything looks of the period and appropriate. 
Yeah, let me search on my phone real quick. Well, sure. maybe Renaissance would have changed the result, but I'm going to run a little test here myself. Because when you search European Renaissance art, you get like 10 paintings of uh, like a... Like or you search like Velasquez, like you get you get you get fucking you get like the one picture he did of a black person in the first line, even though it's like it's not his most famous work. His right. most famous work yeah, is like all the different ones, like the infant and stuff. I mean, it's just fucking nuts. Like like they're promoting, they're trying to control the way you think. It really is a thing. And so so do you look, think though that part of that is just that the algorithm runs amok because it's a black box and we don't really know how they work or do you think that there is like some sort of like obviously like there's a ghost in the machine like the programmer definitely has an impact on how the algorithm itself functions there's, but there's no way it happens on accident when you search gay, black couples you get black couples when you search white couples you get black couples No 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 I, that's not that wasn't my point No the, no what I'm saying is you got to read I don't want to get too into the just because Read the the book does a much better job of explaining than I do. Okay. Read the fucking book, The Madness of Crowds by Douglas Murray. Phenomenal. I and mean, it just like it just blows me away. Well, he, he's for sure the man. I mean Google, that that dude nobody you People think about be, Google the way they think about Wikipedia. They think it's this like neutral search engine. It's not. There's a Silicon Valley leftist think tank of bullshit. Now, it's fine if you're searching for Dragon Ball Z videos because there's nothing inherently identity politics related to Dragon Ball Z. You know, but um but when you start searching things like straight white couples and you get gay black couples, don't think for a second that you're not being fucking like, you know, yeah, yoked. guided. Yeah. yeah. That's so strange. It, yeah. It's, I wonder how many other like. There's a million of them. It's fucking saying the book goes through them. That's funny. Damn. It's fucking huge. If that doesn't give you food for thought, nothing will. Yeah. You know what? But let's let these oligarchs continue to control our lives. <sighs> give them more power. Yeah. I mean, companies that don't pay taxes know best. That's what they're smart. It's like when Donald Trump was running, he goes, I don't pay taxes because I'm really smart. <laughs> you're like, okay, bub. You also don't pay taxes because you're really bad. <laughs> anyway. Because um, yeah, you're a money launderer for the Russian mob. Okay, I'm going to pivot. Um, a couple weeks ago, Trump announced that, uh, I mean, like triple typical Trump fashion, like, Big announcement coming tomorrow. Like he's hyping himself. But yeah, Abu al-Baghdadi, the leader of ISIS, was killed. And then the next day, his the person who then became the first in command was also fucking killed. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, look, which is a victory in of itself. You know, obviously the war on terrorism is fucking stupid. It doesn't work. What we really have, what we need is a war on ideas. It, it, you know, like both like re organized religion as the overarching theme, followed by Islam as a more specific theme, and then radicalized fundamentalist Islam. It, you know, they just keep going all the way through. But yes, at the end of the day, is it a good day to kill the leader of a terrorist organization that is responsible for, you know, hundreds of thousands of people's deaths? Yeah. Sure. Of course it is. So right. fuck Abu al Baghdad. I'm yeah. glad he's dead. Criminals have to be punished. But I mean, there is like the counterpoint that's like, okay, well, his death is definitely going to become like, you know, you, we martyred him. And so we'll see how that ends up going, especially when we're like making enemies of all the well, fundamentalists. You get, well, you get into a position where like you're fighting. I mean, sometimes people like beat you to the punch, right? It's like, uh, like when it comes to jihadists, they want to die in martyrdom, ostensibly to get into uh, into heaven and get the. By the way, you know when a, a male gets martyred, he gets the seventy virgins. You know what? You know what a woman gets. Don't when, short me those two. Do you know what a woman gets? You know what a woman gets if she gets martyred? Uh, she gets her husband back. Oh, <laughs> what a reward! <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? Like, like what? I mean, if that line alone does she have to share it with the seventy-two virgins? Doesn't turn you into atheist, <laughs> but it has to just be like. 
this religious bullshit. I got to fucking switch to anything else. Wait, wait, wait. So there are these stones that reveal the truth of our religion, but only you can read them? Mm. Oh, yeah. I love Mormonism. Yeah, hard pass. But, but yeah, so like it's 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 hilarious. I mean, it's kind of like that classic one, like, you know, when God hates all the same people you do, you can safely say you've created religion, God in your own image. I mean, like, some things are just too hilarious on paper. I mean, like, oh, really? The guys get go to heaven, they get a, a bag of gold and all the whores that can fuck. And uh, there's a casino and, and your wife never yells at you for going there. Uh, and what, what about our wives? What do they get? Um, they, they sh- they're happy with what they get and, and, and that's that. And oh, wives don't get after Wives don't get 70 dicks <laughs> to fuck. You know, they're not, they don't want that. Yeah. They want their husbands. And like, so it's, it's, it's just, it's fucking nonsense. That's <sighs> funny though. I never realized that either. Oh, it's hilarious. I mean, it's just like, it's exactly what you'd expect though from, once you hear it, you're like, well, the- it's not as surprising as you think, but to just hear it, it's fucking hilarious. Um, so yeah, I mean, the left's response to this, Granted, Trump is horrible at, like, presenting information. And uh, I mean, it was so funny. He's, like, giving his announcement. He's like, you know, this is a much bigger deal than what, like, Obama did with, like, uh, bin Laden. I mean, anyone kill, like, Al-Qaeda. I mean, who cares about that? This is ISIS, the greatest terror. And he's, like, like promoting it. Like, the greatest fucking yeah. terrorist organization of all time. My favorite, though, is that the media, like, totally fact-checked him and was like, he, of course he's, like, you know, pumping himself up, just like you're saying, and he was like, uh, oh, he, like, whined and cried like a dog or something, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever, before yeah, we slaughtered like, There was no evidence They're, of him, like... Yeah, whining like, or crying. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, just, And then they held up my cell phone right in front of his face, and I said, <laughs> and they popped him right in the nuts. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, fucking... Yeah, obviously, he likes to make himself look cool. Um, good job on that dog. <laughs> fucking ran into that cave. I'm scared Seriously. of the dark. I'm not running into no fucking cave. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, yeah. And then when he uh, he like retweeted uh, a doctored quote a doctored that's like the new like boogeyman you know a doctored image of the dog receiving the medal of honor which was like photoshopped over clearly photoshopped on purpose like right. that was a joke he shared right. the meme he thought it was funny and they're like D- the White House did they care to comment like where was the ceremony and like come on man you know he's clearly like just yeah but taking the piss well they can't they can't they can't uh, they don't understand humor. Well, they can report on that, but they can't report on, you know, the Amy Rohrbach Epstein testimony that are or not Epstein's testimony, but story that I was telling you about earlier. Yeah. Um, there was like a Project Veritas series of videos that they released. It was like a nine minute uh, off camera chat between one of their talking heads and a producer where she detailed how they had the story three years prior to when it broke and that they had... Uh, uh, first-person interviews with the girls who have now become, like, the central figures uh, as far as his abuses and whatnot. And someone at ABC decided to kill the story, and for whatever reason, I know not. But um, but uh, during that, the, the, the whole time that this broke, nobody would touch it. It was fucking nuclear. A, uh, ABC and CBS are still working overtime trying to figure out who leaked the footage. CNN hasn't brought it up once on the air, and they've been going, like, just whole hog after every single fucking little inconsistency at anything that Trump or anybody else does. You know, they're covering... Stories do get buried. I mean, there is, like, an aspect of curating content, but when people are curating specific content, especially when it refers to, like, cabals and, like, like organizations that run the world, and you got people like Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton who've flown 27 times in their life with Jeffrey Epstein on his fucking billion-dollar plane to, like, Pussy Mansion, like, second island and then hillary clinton goes i didn't know him that well it's like 
and like yeah. the, you got the Prince of England who's fucking yeah. like you know one of the gaslighting prince. us and yeah it, 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 we're not gonna and forget. they really are successfully burying the story. I mean memes aside of Jeff, you saw that one guy on Fox News who said Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah, like, that was fucking funny. Oh and the, yes, and, the, and then um, well that's why the meme has gone so viral because people like don't forget how does this... how to save yourself how to defend yourself against suicide. Yes, yeah. <laughs> They had a, they had a, which he's talking about. It's like a guy like getting choked. Yeah. Yeah. Doing a rear naked choke on someone else. Um, yeah. I mean, they're great. Even the Simpsons went after him and you know, like in the opening series where Bart's like writing on the chalkboard or whatever it's, he's writing Epstein did not kill himself or whatever. Yeah. And then he like skateboards out of the school Hilarious. and you know, goes on. I gotta get some water. Give me a second. Uh, it, it's really, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty, uh. it's pretty shocking to say the least that, uh, that that's been treated with as li- little, scrutiny as it has been it was like okay let's talk about it for about five minutes and then after that uh everybody go about their business there's nothing to see here and um i'm not sure we'll ever we'll, uh, we will ever get the details but um oh good his phone is ringing that's nice all right guys sorry about this um but yeah what are you gonna do guy totally raped a bunch of girls gets away with it essentially scot-free And life goes on. The world keeps spinning. Forget about it. Pay no attention to the men behind the curtain. Yeah, I mean, to comment on that, I mean, like, bread goes in, toast comes out, you know? That's... <laughs> they must be using one of those algorithms, you know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, well, I guess I'll just carry this podcast for the next few minutes. Um, Jamie, what do you think? All right, cool. Um, well, today's beverage is uh, it's uh, Basil Hayden's Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Uh, it's delightful. It's got some good floral notes, a little bit of spice. Um, pretty delightful over uh, just a couple of small cubes of ice. And um, we have uh, an Arturo Fuente Gran Reserva Hemingway to uh, to puff on. And Neb has his cancer sticks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, last night I was hanging out with a couple Gabers and... We polished off a couple bottles of wine, some beer, some vodkas. That's not the only thing that was polished <laughs> off. Hey, yo. And then, uh, and then I went to Miami and had a drink, and I passed the fuck out because my brother just moved there. And uh, shut up. So I'm Steven just a little Nook. tired, so I'm just having some water and my cigarettes, just thinking clearly. It's, it's, well, it's my second sober podcast. But, enjoyable. Uh, Honestly, I think he's gone dry on me. I'm just kind of. T- I just didn't get my nap in. I'm kind of tired, you know. Ah, uh, well, that's. Always... And I could really go for a fucking like steak sandwich. Oh yeah, what are you thinking? I think after this we should go to like that Argentinian place down the street and get some sandwiches. Because <laughs> I got a, you know, I'm a real like simple thinker. <laughs> it's the uh, it's the lack of alcohol, the clarity. But yeah, what I like about your whiskey bottle, if that is indeed what I'm looking at, it's not it's not scotch, it's whiskey. No, it is whiskey. Yeah, I just like that it looks like a pirate bottle. Yeah, it's wearing a bib. It's got a nice belt. Oh, that extra stuff's kind of weird to me. It's like it's going to like like a like Cinco de Mayo party or something like that. It's got like a serape. But I'm talking, I'm talking just like the bottle itself. I'm imagining without the without the paper on it because it's the papers. The paper's not adhered to the bottle. It's it's added on on top of it and it's like wearing a belt. So like it's just this beautiful like pirate looking. It's oh, the perfect. For sure. fit. It's the perfect fifth. It's a nice shape. Mm. Yep. Yep. It's <sighs> tasty. Too bad you're uh, being you. Anyway. Oh my god. Hey, well, fuck it. Let me grab my phone. So All right. Weird. What's next? What's next? Mm-hmm. 
Let's I mean, see. Hong Kong protests have just continued to escalate since our last conversation to the point that now they've officially shut down the entire economy. They're close to declaring a state of emergency. Hong Kong has officially entered a recession. Um, the videos of these fucking protesters fighting for, a, like, a, you know, democracy and freedom and judicial independence is it's pretty powerful because I never had to fight for anything like that in my life. So, like, it's really easy to see. Yeah, oh, so, my God, some of the videos are funny. Like, uh, last week tonight did a thing where, like, because they had, they barricaded the airport and then you got like Australian tourists, like, like I'm about to fuck up an Australian accent, but the boys like uh, they're like, <laughs> like let's put another shrimp on the bar. They're like, come on, come on, guys, like you've had your fun, now let me get on my plane, like like doing that fucking bullshit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so you're just like, and so like John Oliver was like having a laugh. He's like, I know you're you're fighting for your independent your judicial independence, but I'm on vacation. I need to, you know, it's just fucking. Like, How dare you? Yeah, it's it's so it's oh. It's fucking nuts, but like, obviously, I totally support the fucking protesters because fuck the Chinese communist government. I mean, like, like. By the way, it's like you got a lot of my leftist friends like Piv and be like, oh, well, you know, they're not really communist anymore. Communism only exists in the countryside for the people that live off their two dollars a day. People live in Shanghai are cap- capital class. I'm like, oh, it's just really state capitalism. And I'm like, I'm like, listen up, buddy. Communism is an overarching theory. Right. If you live in a communist society, it's like saying you live in an Islamic society. It's not about a narrow definition of state ownership of fucking. By the way, especially that, when that, you take it region fulfilled. by region, state capitalism is the state ownership right. of fucking goods, which is no different. State capitalism is a way to disparage the word capitalism. State capitalism is not capitalism. State capitalism is called socialism, right. the state ownership of production, which is what you have in fucking China. The fact that they do it better than other people doesn't make it any less fucking like corrupting because you're concentrating power in the hands of the few. And then you know these fucking um, what happens in communist countries? Well, let's go. What's the issue? Let's go to China and let's go to Cuba. Do you have freedom of speech in Cuba or China? No. Do you have freedom of access to the internet in either of them? No. Do you have the right to protest? No. Do you have more than one political party? No. Is it illegal to join another political party? Yes. Is religion illegal? Yes. I mean, like, all this shit goes on and on. Like, so that's what happened. That's what I mean by communist society. you like, you know. Yeah. You live in a communist society. But you'll still have the well, actually, guys. who will mm-hmm. be like, well, you know, I mean, uh, it doesn't fit this, like extremely specific definition of what I consider to be uh, communism so you know you can't disparage communism mm-hmm. like oh doke cool man it's 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 fucking unbelievable um, that you have to explain like one party systems of the communist variety to people you know but that's how it goes so oh, you yeah know, we, what we haven't mentioned yet is that um, I think since the last time uh, Elizabeth Warren actually like revealed her plan for uh, Medicare for all and how she was going to pay for it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I was going to get. Well, we were going to get there eventually, Sorry. but yeah, let's still. We could talk. No, about no, no, no. Whatever. What's what's next then on the no, agenda? No, no, I just I just noticed that in the notes. No, let's talk about American politics. We can always go back to world politics later. So, like, um, obviously, I'm still pulling for fucking Yang, who's doing really well. He's pulling at over five percent, and um, yep. I mean, Kamala Harris is completely tanked. She's at one percent. She's on her way out. Oh yeah, for sure. And um, Tulsi, well, Tulsi Gabbard straight up kneecapped her that at both of those debates. And so hey, yeah, you and know, like also like she like had this problem where like she came out strong in the first debate, Kamala Harris, and ever since then. She hasn't been able to live up to that, yeah. and, and like people were just like, you're not really bringing. It. She did the she did the whole thing where she thought she could run like a traditional nineteen a pre- front runner campaign, pre nineteen nineties front runner campaign where you don't say anything of substance or value and you just get gifted the nomination. Yeah, and no, like people need we need because to know she was are a black you woman. are you a social democrat or a democratic socialist, which is what fucking morons like Bernie say, and uh, and then or are you uh you know or are you like a a democratic capitalist like Pete Buttigieg calls himself? Are you are you like a man 
like Andrew Yang says, not left, not right, forward for the people. I'm a I'm a I'm a technocrat at the end of the day kind of person. Are you business as usual, neoliberal like fucking Joe Biden? I mean, like you have to, you got to like pick a lane and you got to have an ideological pin, like backbone right. and underpinnings and like and like have something to have for your a ideas primary for sure. You got to say what yeah. you got to fuck. You got to say what you fucking think. Right. No one's gonna be like everyone tries Especially to always in a crowded in a field. I'm gonna be the most likable person in a general in a, in, a, in a primary. That doesn't work. Yeah. You Nobody cares. To, like Pete Buttigieg was actually going doing much worse until he finally said, "Fuck it!" Like I'm not doing well. I gotta yeah. pick. I gotta start actually describing my plan, yeah. and I gotta start drop throwing, the pants. Let's see I, what you got. And I gotta start throwing punches. So he started attacking, and like so with Kamala Harris going down and him attacking, uh, what's her fucking name, Elizabeth Warren. He's boosted his profile a little bit, but it's still funny like that the media because they don't like either of them, especially Andrew Yang, like. Andrew Yang, like I remember BBC, like the, like fourth tier candidate. Yeah, like you mean second tier. Yeah, all asshole. the all the tricks. and now they're calling him third tier. All the tricks in the book, you know, they'll put him on like the so when they show like um, excuse me, when they first show place, all the second place, and right. fourth place, right? They'll leave them off every graphic possible, yeah. and mm-hmm. when they show all the graphic or when they show all the candidates on like a, an elongated graphic, they'll use like linear focus so that like he looks very small, like at the ass end of it. You I can't believe there's more people. I can't believe there's still more people jumping in the race too. By the way, I mean like. I mean, more billionaires signing yeah. up, more idiots trying to jump in the race. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, like that uh, Deval Patrick guy. Stop. Which was like a really, that's going to be a very short campaign because uh, he definitely, yeah. um, what did he do? He, his he brother, his brother, no, his brother is a sex offender. And when he was, uh, was it governor or whatever, he was like, he killed a bill that would require sex offenders to register because he was specifically trying to protect his brother. Oh, People bad. were like, well, see you later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as far as... Um, as far as uh, you know, the the polling and everything, uh, Tulsi Gabbard, man, she like uh, she's showing really well in the early states. It got her into the November debates, and it looks like she might even be able to qualify for the December debates too. As long as she wears that sexy white dress. Hey, man, you know what's so funny too is that like a lot of people have a lot of bones to pick with her, and whether or not they're like well founded or not, I mean, they're they're doing everything they can to kind of discredit her. She's and good at her foreign campaign. policy. Obviously, I you know. I haven't heard enough from her on like like domestic issues. Yeah. But uh but but yeah, I mean obviously on likability scale, yeah, she's likable and you know, she's a tough cookie. I that mean, takedown of, of Kamala. She I has mean, some leadership qualities, which makes sense she was in the military. Yeah. Yep. She's got that kind of and like she's held public office, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying like a... But yeah, so they're saying like I saw somebody uh there was a couple articles like you know, Wash Post and um it's, New York Times pronounced WAPO. <laughs> Whatever, dude. <laughs> Um, I just went with the four letters for each. Yeah. But anyway, um, they said that um, her her campaign is almost entirely like white males that are like voting for. Her. Like if you you see like the breakdowns from like the the you know is it Quinnipiac yeah, polls or whatever, and um, it's not just them though. I mean, it is a lot of like the the homeless kind of like center left guys that have kind of like not just guys but females as well that have kind of moved over to someone who seems like a a reasonable like mix of everything that they want to see yeah i mean the the, what's interesting about this primary is that people really do have like the people that are rooting for them and the people that are not in the sense that like like andrew yang is doing exceptionally well with people that are vulnerable to automation versus like the capital slash like uh like media class they don't give a shit because they're fucking they're safe and they're the ones benefiting from like like people getting fucked in income inequality then you got people like elizabeth warren who like you know people who consider themselves progressive but they don't want actual like the social the socialist change that Bernie's pulling for. So she's got like the managerial class of like supporters. Like yeah. you know she does exceptionally well with 
like white women that have money over 50. Right. Because she's the candidate that my mom, she's like the, the, they're not the same person, but she's like the Hillary Clinton successor, you know, in some ways. Yeah. Yeah, She is that, she is that, that, that older. Well, she, she has that trust. Policy wonk woman. Right. Exactly. It's, and I use that term loosely when I refer to her or whatever, but she has that kind of like trustworthy, like school marm type of like yeah. appearance where you're like, oh, okay. One thing she has that Hillary doesn't is like, you know, she hasn't gotten a bunch of people killed. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> so, so well, and she's got a more likable face. She looks like a librarian. She looks like the, the nice, quiet Midwest mom. Right. And, um, and Look, she tries said, to make herself seem approachable. You know, she does that like thing constantly where she's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, you know, I'm gonna invite somebody out to have a beer or like, a coffee you know, or a tea or yeah. like or transgender fucking uh, <laughs> like a, a Turkish coffee or whatever you're into because yeah, exactly. I'm totally, I'm, I'm down for whatever. Yeah. Like, bitch, you are not a Bud Light. Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and but, by the way, Coca Cola doesn't go with everything. I'm just throwing out there. Throwing... <laughs> um, my, here's a funny joke. My father uh, used to tell me. Alex, you know, the good thing about Spanish women is that they're like a Coca-Cola, you know, you know, they go with everything, you know, good, good with white guys, good with black guys, you know, you know, it's nice, you know, the kind of shit that would come out of that guy's mouth, fucking hilarious. Fucking love your dad. Oh my God, oh God, he would say worse than that, I mean, (laughs) I mean, fuck, I'll torpedo this company. My dad once told me the nice thing about Spanish women is that they're dark enough to be delicious, but light enough to make white babies. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> we'll edit that part out in post. <laughs> no, fuck it. <laughs> he said, what? I'm going to deny it. I'm going to deny what he fucking yeah. said. Like, I, the point is, like, people got jokes. Jokes are jokes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have a thick skin. Then again, Get over one it. time when I was a kid, my dad, <laughs> we were at the beach, and um, my three brothers, they came out looking very, like, Ashkenazi, light white skin Jewish kids I came out looking tan like my mom and my dad took sand from the ocean and rubbed it on my arm very raw and he says you see Alex you're just you're underneath that you're you're white like just like the rest of us and I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like thanks dad because I could tell he was trying to tell me that I'm his son yeah yeah right but he did in, it in such in, a roundabout in the Robert way uh, yeah yeah, exactly. The, the, true to true to brand, right on brand. True to, true to brand. There you go. <laughs> yeah. brand, brand loyalty. Oh my god, that's fucking hilarious. What the fuck is that? Oh, your phone. Yeah. Anyway, so at least I put mine on vibrate. I mine's on fucking silent. No, it rang during the podcast when you're pissing, or really? when you were inside. Yeah. Oh my god, I thought I had it silent. Well, fuck you, shit, told me. Did you put on? Did you answer the call? You no, I it? just muted it. Muted it. Right. Yeah. What am I gonna say? <laughs> oh yeah, well, I'll deal with that later. Anyway, yeah, you pick up the phone and be like, like Nebulatronics, what's the dealio? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nebulatronics. Listen, I don't be, work for you. You'll be rolling in it. Um, Look, honey, you got my money strapped to your to your tits, yeah, so yeah. technically you do work for me. <laughs> Um, so what were we, oh yeah, we're talking about American politics. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, here we go. You know, so, you know, I guess, uh, you know, we've said this before, but like, here's the thing, you know, again, when Elizabeth Warren was authentic, you know, other than like lying to advance her career being Native American, I loved when she used to like roast bankers in 2016. Oh, she tried to do it to Lloyd Blankfein like a fucking a week ago. Let me find, go well, ahead. She lost her, she doesn't have her thunder anymore. She oh my God. He she, came back with a fucking, su- like just, I mean, the knockout punch of the century, but uh, go ahead. Well, sorry. Yeah, she used to be good at it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he got her so, so good. So, you know, and then, but like, but once she didn't have the balls to stand up to Hillary and run when she should have run. And, 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 and once she did this whole like pivot, far pivot to the left. And then, and then when she refused to apologize and re- release that stupid video, pretend to be <laughs> yeah. like, like one millionth Mexican or something. Yep. And like all this dumb shit. 
Like, I just can't respect her anymore. And I don't like the fact that, that she's a pussy. When they asked the other day, like, the big, the big, like, gotcha question the other day was when they said, American primaries are rigged. Um, for a variety of reasons, including closed, open primaries, things like that, uh, like you got to register by this date, you don't get automatically registered to vote, all this dumb shit. But specifically, you know, we compete so much for momentum in primaries, and the two biggest, sta- the two first states are Iowa and New Hampshire, which are the whitest states in the union. Do you think we should switch to a different state that more broadly reflects the diversity uh, of America? Yeah. Which, of course, is a stupid baiting question, but the point is, it's a legitimate one in the sense that you can ask it and you should be able to answer it. And then, and then. And like Joe Biden, who actually has political instincts because he is a career politician, there he goes, he goes, well, you know, the reason that those states are that way is because they chose to vote as a state to up to front load their primary so that they would be more noticeable and their interests would be more catered to in a primary and general election. So those people, just because they're white, doesn't mean they don't need to, doesn't mean they're overrepresented. These are people from the heartland that you know, right? And and so or like or in New Hampshire's case, like a very small state with a low population, like five hundred thousand people. Right. So. They got interest too, but of course we could. There could be a better uh, primary situation, such as all the primaries on the same day, which is what I want. Uh, you know, but to avoid momentum, right. I think momentum. Some people say oh, momentum is good because it helps little candidates. Like you know, they can pull. I'm like, no, I think it kills little candidates. If we had, if we had all on the same day, because a lot of people do this thing where it's like, like the horse race. Like, oh well, he's not doing well, so I'm not going to vote for him. I want people not to know how anyone's doing and right. just fucking vote. Sure, sure. Yeah, there's a reason why like uh, most like uh, certification exams happen at the same time all over the place. Like yeah. you don't want people to be able to like, oh, give you a clue about what co- uh, questions are coming, et cetera. Oh, I used to love that when they would do like sometimes they split us up like in like chemistry in yeah. the college and they'd be like, and then one t- one people would take, oh, we, can only, sure. we can only get a hundred person hall. So one people go for the first exam, right. then they come out and there's like this 15 minutes of talking, this question, this question, this yep. question. And then like, and like, and then we go in there and the second, the second, People that took the test always a twenty higher percent, a, yeah, yeah, higher average. So okay, so Lloyd Blankfein um, was attacked in one of her new campaign ads, Warren's campaign ads, and so by on, name, by name, why? Because she's stupid. Okay, because <laughs> she doesn't have political instincts. Yeah, yeah and so he uh, he comes back and on Twitter he goes, "I'm surprised to be featured in Senator Warren's campaign ad, given the many severe critics she has out there. Not my candidate, but we align on many issues." vilification of people as a member of a group may be good for her campaign not the country Ooh. maybe tribalism is just in her dna oh, <laughs> oh, oh my fucking god <laughs> straight oh up my god. bodied her oh my god he fucking raped her oh that last line yeah Dude. So what what cigars do you think they busted out after uh, that? Dude, I don't know, man, but there must have been a fucking... He probably like he probably like sent like, mentioned like he just sent it like at the bar like a tweet and then like and then like he's like drinks on me. Dude, drinks, <laughs> drinks on me. you know what the worst thing about that is though? Is that like something like that which is like truly transcendent. That's like that will be talked about as far as like people like us forever. But on something like Twitter which is so clearly like a leftist like think tank 15,000 likes where like and uh, what what's her name? AOC will be like, be like, hi guys, making macaroni, and it's like two hundred thousand likes. And yeah, I mean like, ratios. Oh are real, my yeah, god, mean spread ratio, this. Yeah, we'll t- we'll post it. I did. Well, fuck it, man. Let me post it. <laughs> Send it to me. Message it to me, and I'll post it. It's fucking oh hilarious. Oh my god. I'll post the whole fucking like transcript. Oh, it's, it's so good. Yeah, I mean he's well, he's snappy. He's a smart guy, man. We got to put that on the Goldman Sachs baby podcast page, and we still haven't taken publicity photos. Oh, and, that's and we true. Need to, and we need to get the recording equipment. I want to fucking. Start doing like um images. We need to get a like a camera like mounted right up above us. Here yeah, I'll get a stand. You know, shoot us. Like stand like a tall boom stand. Oh my god! 
because I think you know that that helps. But anyway, fuck it up. Uh, that was great. Obviously, I enjoyed everything you just said and really brought me back. Mm. Yeah, he, mm. all killer, no filler. Um. Well, so no, yeah. So oh, okay. everything's going well. Just trying to figure out where we're on tar- in terms of time. Okay. To- yeah. Well, we're on time for that two-hour episode. We're at 135 right now. We've got some, a few things left. But, yeah, so that's more or less what's going on with the, the campaigns. I can't think of anything else that's going on that's spectacular. I mean, like, there's – like, Joe Biden continues to weaken. Uh, Bernie is, like, holding strong. Um, yep, right around – I think he's, like, what, around 18%. Warren's around, like, 23 Biden's still up at, like, 20 I don't know if his heart attack had happened last time when we talked this. We talked about yeah, that Yeah, yeah, because to me, like, I'm done. I mean, like, you know, like I, I wasn't fan- – first of all, I don't fancy him at all this election cycle. But, you know, but even if I were, I mean, it's just, like, I can't elect someone that old. I mean, to me, like we said, like, the 35 to 70, like, that to me is, like, the real limit uh, for, for a variety of reasons, not just, like, people, like, losing their fucking mind and losing their ability to make critical thinking decisions. Uh, when they get older, but also just like I need people that are gonna be on the business end of the policies they're yeah. they're promoting. Like it's really easy to destroy a society in the name of like it's the right thing to do because sure. it's 2019 ism yeah. or whatever the fuck, and then you're dead five years later. You don't have to see what the results of your policies. Right. Yeah, and that's something we've touched on before, as far as like in the halls of power, as far as uh, like I think something like. 50 some odd percent of CEOs are either boomers or above like silent generation and all that stuff and it's like hey look at a certain point you guys have done enough like go ahead step aside let's get some new blood in people that are actually going to like have to be the victims of the policy like even in a private sense like not necessarily just like as public servants so sure yeah um damn um I don't know I'll pivot to world politics like Ava Morales the um the 16-year, like, leader or whatever of uh, fucking Bolivia, he stepped down and fled to Mexico, which has switched to a leftist government in the last two years, so they, they let him in with open arms. He couldn't find a place to fucking go. Nobody wanted him because, you know, he's a fucking asshole. And, like, the day he was leaving, like, armored trucks going to all the banks, taking all the fucking gold, and, like, you know, you know how socialists do. You're like, oh, I gotta leave. Time to take all my billions with me. And then, um, all this fucking bullshit. And, yeah, he's, he's a, you know... Did he do some good in his first term? Yeah, sure. Two thousand five to two thousand nine. I mean, you know, you know, like he helped lift some people out of poverty. But like everything else, you run out of always with socialism. You run out of other people's money, and then you have like an economic downturn, which was in this case was in two thousand eight with the global recession. And then all those gains are actually you realize you didn't actually make any like structural changes in people's lives. You just gave out free money, which helps alleviate poverty for a second. But then without the structural differences being made in in the system or their lives. Then they're just poor again, and now they're even, and now they're poor and entitled, which is even worse. And um, yeah, he's a fucking cunt. And um, you know, this is a guy who, like, two years ago, tried to have a plebiscite to get term limits removed, so he could be like, you know, quote unquote, leader for life, aka dictator for life. But unlike, <laughs> unlike Xi Jinping, he doesn't have that kind of authority. And uh, and then when that measure got defeated, he immediately went to the Supreme Court, where he like court packed with his own people, and then they just rewrote the constitution through judicial activism or judicial review and got rid of term limits. But then this time what happened was he had, you know, they had an election. He's like, oh, I blew him out of the water, like a, like a 12-point difference. And, like, it, all the international, like, Democratic watchdog organizations, like, impossible. Literally, they said, like, statistically impossible. And then, because, like, if you beat him by more than 10 points in the first one, it's elections over. You know, there's no further recounts or runoff election. Of course, everyone started protesting. And then uh, and then before they could even do the, the, the recount, and verification, which they found widespread fraud. Sure. Uh, yeah, he fucking fled like a bitch, emptied the banks, took his billions with him. He's a cunt. 
Yeah, yeah, it's amazing though that like that's the same story that we keep hearing all the time in all of these countries, but it's always an example of like, oh no, that was just one bad actor and it's not the entire system that's like, you know, doomed to fail. As far as like that leftist socialist thing. So it's unfortunate, but you know, all this could have been fixed with and by the way, you know, if there's ever countries that benefit from things like that we're discussing trying to get even in America, which is like a super highly developed economy, you know, universal basic income. When you do UBI in poor countries, it changes everything because it's if you got a country where people live off a dollar a day and you give everyone fucking ten dollars a month, it's super cheap, super affordable, and you lift everyone out of poverty and all of a sudden everybody's doing a lot better for themselves right. without running the risk of even things like inflation or or like incentivizing people to be lazy and dumb like people really want that money to 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 build a, a better roof on their house right. or to start a micro business yeah. like we're always talking about giving people micro loans at $200 if you give people fucking $25 a month in a poor country you've changed the game i mean right. these are these are farmers that make a dollar a day yeah it's a different culture they're you know mm-hmm. they're they're entrepreneurial they they have like skin in the game they want to make sure that their families are successful it's not like someone who's going to run out and spend that money on some sort of like consumer good or something yeah, like that. The, the, you, I mean, yeah, no one's going to go out with $25 a month and buy like a fucking TV. What they are going to do is they're going to buy that farming equipment that they need for their for their subsistence farm and it's going to make everyone a lot better off. Right. And, and not to mention, I mean, like $25 is a year supply of uh, food. Yeah. You know, and even rising. just like the impact that would have on like, you know, particularly impoverished regions that have like extremely high rates of violent crime. I mean, the, if, if, if your basic needs are met, you're far less likely to do something like, you know, fuck your neighbor up to try to like take what's well, theirs. This is why like crime is so low in like the Gulf countries. And it's not because people have like a, a, a culture that doesn't like love violence. Right. They are just as violence loving as Americans, if not even more so. But because everyone's got money, people can't find... I mean, you know what... You, the funny thing, too, is like you know you see this when you're living in Saudi Arabia. You know what boys do on a Friday night or Thursday night, because that's Friday night in the Muslim world? They um, Everybody gets together. It's kind of like that first that first movie... Oh, my God, Fast and the Fierce. Literally, everyone lines up with the cars yeah. on the side of the road, and people like some people are just cooking meat and stuff, and people are just racing, and boys are just doing, like, what do you want to do? Let's race cars, let's do flips, let's do hajwala, like, you know, put the car in two wheels, oh, yeah. do crazy <laughs> shit, and like, <laughs> you know, lunatics. and so yeah, you got people with money, and the, no one's like, uh, let's organize ourselves into cartels and smuggle heroin into the country right. and to create violent crime, and like, yeah. it's so we can, because what would be the motivation? Oh, to make money. We already have money. We don't give yeah. a shit about money. Right. Like, we're bored, yeah. and we lack certain social freedom. So what we want to do is congregate and have fun. And so yeah, and that and that's the way it goes. And by the way, entrepreneurial entrepreneurship uh, rates amongst Saudis are actually quite high because people do have the safety net to go fuck around and right. try new ideas out. Yep. I mean, not a lot of new ideas, but <laughs> but they're trying, but they're trying them. And uh, so that's just the way it goes. And um, I'm glad Ava Morales is gone. Bolivia is the poorest country in South America because, like Paraguay, it's the only two landlocked countries in the mm-hmm. region. Um, they tried to negotiate a deal to have access to um, a slight, a small sliver of land with uh, Chile, I believe it was, uh, but that that fell through. So just so they could have like a direct import and stuff like that. But yeah, they got a lot of economic problems, and it's 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 an interesting country. I mean, it's one one of the ones that one of the few countries in South America that actually, quote unquote, just like Paraguay has a well, Paraguay is the only country in South America that has a indigenous majority population, where ninety percent of the people in 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 Paraguay are the Guarani people. But in, but but in Bolivia you have what's called a plurality. So like I mean, thirty percent of the population is the fucking natives. Like it's not like like in other places like like in America or somewhere, ninety nine percent died of like disease or in, in like in like intertribal warfare. And like of course, you know, conquistador level like <laughs> like actions as well as like 
U.S. government sanctioned like like violence and genocide. But like, but, but like, yeah. So it's just it's it's a, it's a different country, and um, and yeah, obviously, you know, I'm interested in fucking poor people being lifted out of poverty. You know, the one of the few things good things I can say about a country like China is that they reliably add 30 million people to the middle class every year, which is good. It comes at the price of massive amounts of pollution, yeah. and then the Chinese government get away with human rights. I mean, for every thirty million, they they put thirty million in the middle class, and they take all their Muslims and kill them. Yeah. That's not good. I was gonna say, yeah, you know, I'm also just saying, I'm just saying, like thirty million out of a I'm, billion. And by the way, they don't lift people out of poverty because they give a shit about the Chinese people. They do it because it creates stability and, and and provides cover for the legitimacy of the Communist Party. But the point is, I still, if I have to say like results, if I'm a result oriented person, I am glad that we are. One of my few metrics for like giving a shit is. Are people living better lives? You know, it's a fair litmus test. <laughs> okay, what do we got here? <laughs> I'm looking at my phone. It's like Bolivian socialist pig Evo Morales. That note will now be fucking. <laughs> uh, Disney Plus launched. Uh, anyone here excited about the Mandalorian Star Wars thing? I'm just waiting for it to be over in two months so I can watch the whole season. Dude, I tell you what, man. I uh, I saw the uh, the trailer for it and I was as stoked as I've ever been for. Well, at least, you know, obviously, like, for a release in my lifetime of a, a Star Wars movie. Two episodes are out now, I believe, in the, yeah, people, uh... People I haven't watched raving. either of them. I mean, I I'm don't have wait. Disney+. I'm gonna Plus, wait, I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna sign up. I didn't, I didn't get into that, like, three-year for, like, the lowest price or whatever thing, where you could get it for, like, a huge discount. It was, like... That's if you do a three-year thing. I'm doing the... I think if you sign up, it's, like, $8 a month. I would think there's, like, three it's, years worth of good content, If you do though. three years, it's $5 a month. <sighs> Which is a cheap Christ. thing to sign up for. Just force everybody out. Netflix over there like dollars for three years. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, in some ways, if you add up all the all the streaming services right now, you're at sixty dollars a month. But that's still cheaper than cable and much better programming and like a, and like a pretty good library of stuff. I mean, it's about equal because I mean, you'd still have to pay for an internet uh, connection. Yeah, I pay for my internet connection, but like when I had cable, like every time I ran out of my promotional rate, I mean, I'll, I'll also my my cable slash internet bill combined was one fifty a month. Oh really? Okay. So like, yeah, it's just like I'm much. like, fuck this. Yeah. Yep. Disney Plus though, but I hear the catalog's good, man. I know that people were talking about a lot of like the old like cartoons that we grew up on that are all on there, and they're, they're happy with it. I guess there's been a few issues where like certain episodes have been deleted. I th- yeah, I th- they deleted like the Michael Jackson episode of, of Simpsons, and I find this kind of like like historic revisionism to be really stupid. Like, yeah. what are you afraid of showing an episode where, like, you also get rid of all references to Bill Cosby. You know, like, would you get rid of the Cosby? Like, the Cosby show was great. So we're not going to show reruns of that anymore because yeah. Bill Cosby's a rapist? I mean, right. like, we got to grow the fuck up. At least, like, uh, I, I know that um, the WB had, like, a, what I consider to be, like, the statesman move. And they were, like, uh, they put a disclaimer, you know, beforehand. And it was, like, yeah, you know, this, the, you know, it contains outdated cultural opinions. Uh, outdated cultural blah. depictions. I'm like, yes, we know this. And it's a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, who are these people yeah. that are, like, watching, like, a cartoon, like, Oh my God, Bugs Bunny smoking a cigar. I think yeah. I'll pick up cigar smoking. Exactly, and so, you know, whatever. At least don't don't delete the episodes. Just or try to whitewash history. Just fucking let people know if they're if that's something that you're particularly concerned about. Yeah, I think it's ridiculous. Uh, you know, it's like also like um, you get to this like I can make the I can muddy the waters even more. Like I love the old Looney Tunes cartoons, and the World War Two ones are hilarious. And there's some where they're making fun of. When they make fun of the Nazis, they leave those ones on because that's making fun of white people and fascists are the worst. Right. But when you make fun of like imperial Japanese and you show a guy with a bunch of fucking teeth with, and like squinty with, eyes and yeah. shit like that, then they, they took those down because those are racially insensitive. We're making fun of fucking murderers. Right. 
you can't make fun of murders of all strikes. You can't make fun of murders if they don't, if they if they don't look like you. <laughs> and by the way, I thought America was a country of all people, including a five percent Asian population. So are they American? Are we not Americans? Like it's, it's funny how they resection us into factions every fucking time to suit their like. Oh, every opportunity. Yeah, for sure. Point. For sure. Like as far as I'm concerned, Americans can make fun of anybody because Americans are everybody, right? Yeah. And so fuck it. Like if that if that's the game you want to play, I believe Americans can make fun of whoever they want because they're humans and they have freedom of speech. But that's not considered cool anymore. Not fashionable. Yeah. But yeah, fucking disclaimers. Like, oh, Jesus. Uh, oh, but I gotta go back to Andrew Yang. You know, Andrew Yang. That you know the the impeachment of Donald Trump is now in process, which is a political process. For those of you who are confused, not a fucking who fell asleep not, during government. Not, not a judicial. Not a judicial. Uh, not a judicial process. Like, like people can impeach you for any reason. You know, it's a political thing. Uh, you don't have to be guilty of anything. Not that I'm saying he's not. He's clearly guilty of a lot of fucking things. But anyway, and Andrew, they what said, Andrew being the best president of all time. Yeah, they said Andrew Yang. Well, what are your thoughts on impeachment? He goes every time we talk about this impeachment thing or Trump in general, we are not offering the American population a, a vision of a possible future. And if you keep doing that, you're gonna suck all the oxygen out of the room, and people are gonna vote for Trump. Like, you know, and yeah. he knows this because he's a technocrat, and like one of his things is like name recognition, and he knows that like. The more we talk about Trump and impeachment, the less people talk about Andrew Yang. Sure. Yeah. And, and and also universal basic income. Those two things. His ideas and him as a person. Right. And he, so he's right. Yeah. And it's definitely, it's a problem too, just because like, I mean, how do you not learn the mistakes of 2016 where you gave this guy essentially $2 billion in free media coverage exactly. and, but you're just going to continue to talk. And when, and when the investigation turns up nothing and the whole inquiry goes to shit. Exonerated. Yeah. It's like, right. You give him the opportunity to stand atop the fucking, the, the, the scorched earth and say, I'm still here. Yeah. What's if I up? was in trouble, then I'd be arrested. Right. Yeah. Sort of, you know, but the point, <laughs> right. but the great, but the great, but the thing is that type of like political sophistry fucking works. When the Mueller report came out and it didn't end with him in handcuffs, people take that as, like, especially his supporters, they go, see, yeah, nothing, right, and like, and like you're giving him that ammunition, and Trump's really good at capitalizing on it, and like he can't because this impeachment process will probably fail, and and like we've talked about before in the podcast, like you know, we have an, the election is less than a year away, just fucking focus on really cool, compelling ideas, yeah. I'm yeah, like, <laughs> that's what you should be doing because honestly, that's what people want. Like, I mean, the reason why everybody—I mean, I, I'm not inside their heads—but to me, it seems like the reason why they voted for him was because they thought, "Hey, change is good. Let's let's actually see something." You know, they after eight years of Obama promising hope and change, and nothing really fucking changed except for like destroying the healthcare system. They yeah. wanted to see what would happen if they went the other direction and and elected a political outsider and. You know, if we just sit there and play the same old fucking games like this, this left, right fucking bullshit, like, oh, no, 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 we're just attacking them. We're attacking this person, you know, whatever. Once George Bush stole the election <laughs> and um, we had the and then immediately we had 9-11 after that, we had the war on terrorism. Yeah. Like we start going down this path of like a massive amount of polarization, hysteria and lack of like consensus building. And then the reaction to to Bush was Obama and now the reaction to Obama is Trump we gotta break this cycle because we keep raising the stakes and we keep electing more ridiculous people to office for, for ridiculous identity politic related populist bullshit reasons yeah either for or against yeah so yeah. we need to we need to break the cycle get back to ideas and um, there are people running on the Democratic uh, ticket whatever flaws they may have they're not as flawed as Trump and they got really cool ideas and you gotta let them fucking work it and like um just we, to do something we need to shine light on those ideas whether it's 
I mean, the fact that we're one thing I liked about the last debate is that we're literally having debates between automation versus trade deals in terms of which one really contributes to stagnating wages and job loss in the United States, and in a in a in a country where jobs are created at record numbers every month, and so uh, so yeah, that's uh that's that. I mean, Yang Yang's right as usual because he's really fucking smart and he can think about things. Well, he also <laughs> surrounds himself with actual intelligent people. When like and when data. Trump just postures and says like, "Oh, I've got the best people," you know, it's a, just nothing but the best. You know, the best ideas, the smartest people, and it's like just a grab bag of every fucking like neocon and <laughs> yeah. you know whatever who who's been there in the swamp. No no intention of draining it. No no progress. Andrew Yang actually has people in his camp that are like. The best and the brightest people who are who are essentially forging the future. Yeah, it's interesting too because like some like more traditional like campaign managers are flocking to Andrew Yang because they've they've started to take him more seriously and they want right. to they want to see they want to see what if their skills can be put to the test in his campaign. Yeah. Know? So anyway, that's that. That's the that's what I gotta say about impeachment. Uh, Roger Stone, his old crony, got a uh, got fucking convicted. Of like all eight charges today, and of course half those charges are lying and not cooperating with the investigation surrounding the original four charges. But whatever, the point is he he was guilty of you know fucking about, and we'll see what the the sentencing ends up being. I have a question for you. We haven't talked about this specific issue in the American justice system. Do you believe this isn't to protect this scumbag? But I'm saying like you obviously know how I feel about locking people in cages. I think it's cruel and unusual punishment, but um. Specifically, locking up people at all who are over the age of seventy. Once people are over the age of a, uh, oh, I guess my point would be over the age of like life expectancy. So in this case, let's say seventy-five. Do you think we should have a rule where, unless someone's a danger to society, it should be illegal to make them serve time? They should. There are, there are alternative punishments that can be pursued, or no? We need to keep that option open because there really are, like even for nonviolent criminals, like we got to lock up people. So. I wouldn't necessarily consider myself to be a crime and punishment guy. It's a rule in Italy. That's what I'm asking. Okay. I don't like the idea of it because I think that in this society, like where you do have kind of like a disproportionate number of elderly individuals that do have means, uh, it would just encourage them to try to bend the law more than it would otherwise. Mm -hmm. Because if you've got five years left to live, you want to fucking live them, right? You don't want to be the guy who's trapped in a cage for the last five years. So that... That moral hazard there that you would create by not potentially locking him in a cage for, you know, breaking a law or whatever. That I understand that rhetoric. I just feel like well but that me. but that's like a more that comes back in, to like the more general argument for like a crime and punishment type of law system in the sense of like we don't want any no everyone's gonna everyone no one's gonna break the laws even if they're just or unjust because because they don't want to end up in such a horrible system. But obviously people do break these fucking laws in record numbers because and get prosecuted as well because or person at the seams, jail wise. Sure, but I mean, you, you're but talk- yeah, the question could be the counterfactual. Like maybe there would be more. Right, that's yeah, what I'm saying. I, yeah, is that it's know. like there's like kind of like a. I would think that the risk would go up exponentially. That these types of individuals would, like the elderly, would yeah, maybe would attempt yeah, all the to. capos of the mafia would be old guys. But sure, forget. of course. But um, all right, fuck it. I'm gonna move. Um, I got a couple things real quick. Speedfire. Uh, McDonald's CEO two minute drill steps down over consensual sex, uh, uh, with a with someone who's under him the fact that like if you're like you know like further like the fact that if you're further up an organization and you live in a world where one out of four people meet their significant other at work you're somehow deprived 
of like sexual reproductive opportunities to me seems totally ridiculous. Like, was she a direct report? I don't, I don't really remember the details of this. Well, the point is like he, he hooked up. She was a level below him. She wasn't his equal. So they had to. Well, of course, he's a fucking CEO. Or but, really, or, but this is. It, it does. It's an important distinction, though. If if she's directly underneath him, as far as like she reports to him, then that's one thing. But if they're like at let's say two levels removed, yeah. or that she's in a different like different uh, thing, they don't. She, yeah. He can't promote her, right? Directly. Then I don't see any reason why that should be a problem. In my in my case, I'm just like you know, if people are having consensual sex, people are having consensual sex, like you know, it's like Jordan Peterson always says, like you know, we don't know what the rules are. Like, people, we we tell people to meet people at work, and then we and then we tell them. Because companies are afraid of getting sued, they make it illegal for anyone to have sexual relations that aren't, like, fucking peons. Yeah. And, like, I think this is ridiculous. I mean, people should be able to share their passion of their job and let that blossom into a relationship. Yeah, it's not, again, so it's not really an issue other than the optics. It's no, just, I understand the optics. Yeah, yeah, the optics is the issue. But, like, but like, but the... um. But like that should be secondary to people's personal lives, in my right. opinion. Right. Well, there, yeah, there should be a full review of the situation. It's like, was she promoted at a a rate that was disproportionate to her peers? At, I don't like blanket policies. Right. Yeah. Exactly. In a way that like wasn't based on merit. Like if it was like, oh, you know, like oh, she's been here for three months and she got fucking you know tossed. What up. I'm getting at is like this guy presided over the most successful expansion in McDonald's history. He is really good at his job, and the insinuation that because he had consensual sex with some girl. Who works in the organization he does at some level below him and at what level like in relation to him whatever like same department directly underneath to me it doesn't matter i understand why you say it matters but what i'm saying is you know this guy does his fucking it's the whole like bill clinton's not a good president because he lied under oath about cheating on his wife no that means nothing all that matters is things like nafta and glass steagall and fucking uh, ordering the nato troops these are the things that you should whether you're for right. those things or against those, yeah. things, those are the things you should be judged on not like a not like oh he fucked his secretary because of power dynamics. It's it's highly right. Like, I'm looking at it from like an organizational perspective. No, it, you it, know, it pisses that, people off. It, it could breed right. It, it, like you could say like people are like well I don't want to hire women because I don't want to deal with these problems or the opposite which like creates resentment amongst the employees. She only got ahead because she sucked her way up to the top. <laughs> you know, but like that's why it's called a blow job. It's a fucking <laughs> she, job. She's head and shoulders above her uh, yeah. <laughs> her beers from her knees. It's strange. Yeah, <laughs> like. I don't know. Everybody needs to go get fucked, as far as I'm concerned. And yeah. I, I don't mean get fucked, like get laid. I mean, like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, it's just ridiculous. Like, he was really good at his fucking job. And now McDonald's may, in fact, suffer under, like, shittier leadership because this guy had to get shit canned yeah. for getting a blowjob. Like, Which it was, like, pretty summary, too. Like, it wasn't like they even, like, I, as far as I understand. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mean, Zero tolerance policies. I mean, like, one of the things in education that I didn't like when I was a public school teacher is, like, in a now in American education, you fuck the kids. if you say something, no, no, if you say um, <laughs> like there's a zero tolerance policy. If a child says something racist, whatever the fuck that means, like he gets expelled. Zero tolerance. If a child, if a child gets in That's a fist fight, if a child gets a fist fight at school, zero tolerance. Expelled. Like like even if even if he's not at fault, like even or if like he was defending himself, himself right. even if he's defending himself, like zero tolerance policies are stupid because zero tolerance means zero administrative discretion, and zero administrative discretion means why are you there? Why yeah, are we paying you? Yeah, what, what the fuck is your job then if it's not to adjudicate fucking disputes? Yeah, you're the administration. Yeah, like school is a weird place that's halfway between home and society. Yeah, and and like we or a prison. Sure, <laughs> we <laughs> we need to fucking. Um, Zero tolerance policies and all this dumb shit is is a way out of like you know what it is it's it's a bullshit shitty substitute for actual leadership, and actual thought, like having to wrestle with tough decisions, right, and having to like adjudicate disputes and things like that, and yeah that's why I'm not about it. 
Let's see. I think we got one more fucking thing on here. Oh, we didn't. This happened since the last episode, I believe. It's that horrible shooting in America where the cop, some guy calls the cops. They're like, oh, my neighbor's door's open. The cops show up at 3 o'clock in the morning. They sneak around the house. They don't go through the open door. They sneak around. They find that black woman and, like, her nephew or whatever playing video games in a room. The guy, like, shines sh- a flashlight. Shines a flashlight. They turn to look at the light. He goes, show me your hands, and then shoots like that. Show me your yeah. hands. Boom. And, like, doesn't even give her a chance to do anything. And by the way. If someone shines a light on your house of private property, even if they are a cop, like you're allowed to brandish a weapon at them because Absolutely. you are because you they haven't identified not only did he not identify himself as a cop and shot them within one second of asking, but it's like the natural human reaction when someone shines a light on them and points a gun at you isn't to be like Yeah. Oh, I'm assuming he's a cop. Yeah. No, I mean like literally people get robbed by like right. fake the- UPS drivers for fuck shit. Exactly, exactly. That's what I was gonna say, is that I mean there's even if they did identify themselves and give the proper amount of like time to to you know react to the situation. The fact is, they could be liars. Yeah. Like I mean, if you come onto my property, what 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 was the pretense again? What were they looking for? They wanted to see if, they, if there was someone had broken into the house. <laughs> so ironic. And, and, and they, ironic. And they say, yeah, they wanted to see if someone was on the. No, yeah, they wanted to see if someone came onto the property without the without the owner's permission. <laughs> and then they investigated that and yeah. then shot the owner in the face. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, natural. So. Uh, this person's already being represented by the same um, person who represented the case where the cop went into the black guy's apartment. She thought it was her apartment. And, Supposedly. Yeah, and then she killed that, him. That, anyway, that story doesn't really hold water. But anyway, this this civil rights lawyer, he's going to fucking be like, the ne- he's going to be huge because he's getting these huge cases. Um, this family, the only thing I could say is like horrible miscarriage of a, a state use force. Uh, the family deserves, as far as I'm concerned, the maximum that the city allows them to get. I'm hoping like $20 million. Uh, it's not gonna bring her back, but it'll hopefully lift the rest of the family out of poverty. Yeah, in per- per- perpetuity. Um, and hopefully, it like- and the cop needs to be uh, sent to jail for murder. He's a useless cop. He's- yeah, and you know, and, and kudos to them because uh, I mean, it only took about twenty four hours of them investigating like the circumstances. They allowed and they him to did- scrub his social media, but and yeah. they they did charge him though. Yeah. And I mean, look, well, such a bad case. Yeah, well, right, exactly. Like you want to talk about like okay, administrative leave. Like let's investigate whether it was a good shoot or a bad shoot. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it was pretty clear, but. You know, they, they reacted, uh, I think, about as quick as they are able to with all the bureaucratic red tape. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just shitty. I mean, I you, you know, you try to place yourself in that person's shoes. Um, well, he's, say, a poor, like, he's a poor—the only thing he's not guilty of is his own training. And it's right, true. He had right. shitty training. Yeah. But they all have shitty training. And I'm, that's not an excuse for them. I'm just saying, like, we got a fucking massive problem. And unfortunately for this fucking piece of shit, like, shitty cop, like— like Johnny Law over here, like you know, yeah, his life's ruined because he he wanted the wrong career, he was trained poorly to serve that career, and then he acted on his worst impulses. This guy was rife with fear. He shouldn't have even been in that right fucking uniform. It's probably his his first like action too, like where he was actually yeah going he was to serve, like, a year on the he was only on the force for a year. Yeah, that's insane. The fact that you would be send put in the like position at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that they would they would send somebody like that out there to be like they don't pair up like veteran they don't send like veterans right. who, like who like who have. The state of mind, at least, to not be is like uncomfortable. Trigger happy, be a trigger yeah. happy, and like scared. It's fucked up. Yeah. The and audacity of being a law enforcement. The audacity of officer. hope. No, <laughs> <laughs> of being a law enforcement officer, serving, you know, in in your capacity as a public servant, and to walk onto somebody else's property and to think that you could fire a weapon into an occupied domicile. I think we need to get to a point where we all put signs, unfortunately, on our property to say like. Police may not walk on my property for any reason unless they have a warrant. Yeah, and then, then of course, we'll still have to deal with like the no knock, no warrant, 
right like like swatting oh smell tests smell test yeah we, yeah we smelled an illicit substance being used on the property and that's probable cause for entry like what that's what yeah. they do you know because in florida now they were saying that like um they passed a law or they're in the process i don't know if it ever got signed but they were in process of passing a law that said that uh the marijuana sniff test was no longer probable uh adequate for probable cause for searching a vehicle thank god because um yeah, cause anyone can say it. yeah right yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, I smell alcohol in your breath. Step out of the vehicle. Like, what? You know, and it just doesn't pass muster anymore for marijuana, especially with all the... Yeah, um, because if you say, like, oh, you need probable cause, then you give someone a thing that gives them automatic probable cause. I mean, it's just like, eventually they got to get rid of dogs on the police force for any for, for Fourth Amendment violations because it's ridiculous. They have something called the ball fetch command for all tra- police trained dogs which says, I go, smell here. And then the dog goes... And then he goes, right. That's a symbol for... That's, that's a signal. signal. For, that's yeah. a signal for... For uh, if he touches something, because you know he's an animal, yeah. and if an animal touches something with his advanced brain capacity, that means he smells marijuana. He's telling me I smell marijuana. I'm like really, you gonna let him testify too? Like shut the fuck up! It's a fucking dog, <laughs> and you said what's that last? What's this boy? And like, and yeah. then he fucking touches it. Like you train the dog to do that. The dog is alerting. Yeah, like yeah, he because that's what you train him to do. <laughs> yeah, you train him to fucking to respond to your fucking hand. You dumb fuck. Like I want to see a dog that's trained. And again, they can still do this because dogs can be trained to do this kind of thing. But like, you stay in the car, and if the dog smells drugs, he has to jump on the hood of my car. You know, like give me something sure. like more extreme, yeah. more extreme than like dog put his nose up to it. Give me a command. Yeah, so, uh, fucking hell. <sighs> fucking <police. laughs> exhausting. It, it's I mean, exhausting. It's one of the few things that makes me look forward to moving to Iceland. It's just, like, not having to deal with the police state. I can deal with other problems now. But, like, it's just, like, yeah. I, I can't stand it. Like the anti-Semitism. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. But I'm better able, I'm less afraid of, I'm not afraid of being killed by anti-Semites. I'm afraid of, like, them, like, breaking me down. The police state, I'm afraid of being killed. So, like, they're just different fears. You know, yeah. I'm afraid of interacting with my government. I'm not afraid of dealing with fucking pussy-ass morons who hate Jews. And like, like I, in some cases, I actually relish it. As long as I don't feel like I'm surrounded by, like, 15 people in a right. circle, right. I'm ready. I've always done the thing where I'm sitting at a table in Iceland, and there's, like, four guys across from me that have, like, really ridiculous intolerant opinions. Not just of Jews, but anyone who's not a fucking left hard. And, like, uh... And I'm ready for it because I'm like, let's do it. Let's yeah, dance. Yeah, yeah. Let's have I some- came here to dance. <laughs> I came here. I got a lot of fucking Jew money, a lot of Jew capitalists, right wing money, and I'm ready to fucking like throw it on the table. What you guys got? Yeah. Nothing. So let's fucking let's have some fun. Yeah. One hey. of us walked in here with a brain. Yeah. So anyway, that's that. But look, guys, thank you for listening. Do you have anything else to add? No, I think that about sums it up. We're over the two hour mark, so let's get the fuck out of here and let these people get on with their day. Hey, well, thank you for listening and um, fuck it, have a nice day. <laughs> yeah. Thank you.